the Intellectual Podcast is here to rock your ass. We talk video games of present, future, and past. We'll talk about some news, what we played recently. We will surmise some scores to believe peacefully. We're happy that you joined us. This is the place to be. You'll find us on Twitter at TLUSB. Playing Mario Kart earlier because uh, they're all excited I bought it, and I was telling her like as I you go, had through, it. no, I, I had it on the Wii U, but I never had it on the Switch. Um, but I got it for twenty five bucks, like I said, digitally because I had that fifteen dollar reward certificate through Best Buy, and uh, I was explaining to her like as you go up through different cups, it's going to get harder. Like yeah, it's fifty CCs, but the tracks are still more difficult as you go through, and you know it's like the intro of the track, and I'm not lying to you. And as a father, it pains me to say this aloud. As the track is showing itself, uh, Jolene audibly goes, wow, that looks long and hard. And it took everything mm. in me to just not knock the game out of its system and be like, you're never playing this again. Uh, well, if you would have made a joke about it, you would not have got it. So. Yeah, definitely, that's why I internalized all of my feelings very quickly, uh, which is... a Basically, most of my feelings, but that's just what it is. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Level Up Show podcast. I, of course, am uh, your host. I am Derek Vance. Hello. Welcome. Episode 198. We uh, inch closer to the death of everything at episode 200. Uh, it is right around the corner. The graves are being dug and not by that big-ass monster truck. That would be nice, though. It would be really nice. Uh, do you think the grave digger, like the truck driver, can't be the same guy as it was? He's definitely it, not. Yeah, definitely okay. not. It, okay. Even when that guy did drive the truck, he, there was more than one grave digger, grave, okay. grave digger truck driver. Okay, the I, one I saw in Des Moines when I went as a kid was not him. Was not him. I figured that yeah. it's more like grave digger. It's like a franchise, and like different people yeah. kind of like just jump in and do what they're going to do with it. So yeah. you think you think the truck just like they just tell it the spot to dig, and they just like. <laughs> Give it hell for like a few uh, hours before give it hell alone. Yeah. To me, yeah. it makes it feel like uh, monster truck racing is just wrestling. Like I don't, I think a winner is predetermined. <laughs> I don't think it's actually real. I think a lot of the, uh, like, I guess the way my brain works with like the actuals, a lot of it's the spectacle, right? So, and you just have people going up and like, oh man, look at this big ass truck with these big ass wheels and jumping over shit. Like, I feel like they just build big trucks and then just take the cover off and just slap whatever they want to on it. So it could be grave digger one night and it could be like baby rooster the next night. And it's all painted differently. Like it doesn't really matter. It's all kind of the same. What if it had Goldberg arms? Uh, well, Goldberg's basically dead. So I'm not really sure how that would work at this point. Oh, I think one of them used to, there used to be some WCW ones. I feel like there, I feel like I had some WCW cars that might've been one of those. I feel like I had a Hogan lightning one. Okay, I probably. I it's real. Um, but anyway, did you... definitely had one. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what else there was, but I definitely remember a Hogan, like a black and black with lightning on it and shit. Uh, yeah, I think you had an NWO Hollywood Hogan one or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you see, speaking of Goldberg, did you see how bad that match went for them in Saudi Arabia? I read some about it. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, yeah, he needs to... 
<laughs> Hogan's still not really allowed anywhere. He's just kind of there in the fold, but they don't allow him to go places, especially in case he might drop that word with an S in front of it. It would be really bad. Um, so I was, I was not going to go there. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> I go everywhere that the, the world takes me. Um, so did you watch any highlights or did you just read it, Ralph? I just read about how Goldberg keeps giving himself concussions or something. So, so Ryan, <laughs> for the little context that you care, since these are older wrestlers, Goldberg and The Undertaker fought each other a couple oh, weeks ago in Saudi Arabia. I saw a promo for uh, Goldberg and The Undertaker, and it was pretty dumb. Where Goldberg was, was standing yeah. there talking, and then lights go out, Undertaker's behind him, and then Goldberg turns oh, around and just laughs, so and then yeah. lights go out. Yeah, so. Undertaker's gone again. So... The, the match started with Goldberg coming out of the locker room, and he said the last time that he wrestled, he gave himself like a fucked up concussion and forgot what he was supposed to say because he yeah. banged his head on the wall. <laughs> and so the fact that he did it again this time seems really dumb to me, uh, especially when you're having like this really slow, like fast buildup and no like previous knowledge that we're going to do this match other than like four weeks ago. Um, come out with blood on his forehead, and like two minutes into the match. Runs at the Undertaker who's in the corner and runs too far and too fast and literally slams his head on the ring post. Like tries to like <laughs> tackle him through the ring. You know what I'm saying? Like in the corner and just slipped all the way through. And you know people do that and fake hitting their head all the time. Yeah. Cool, right. No, Goldberg literally did it and he started to bleed profusely from his head and could not stand. You could see that he's literally knocked out in the corner of that ring for a good. 30 to 40 seconds before he kind of comes to and then the match is just atrocious through the end of it he at one point let's see undertaker picks him up for a tombstone towards the end undertaker drops him on his head so that didn't look good it looked like he (laughs) fucked his neck up i was thinking he might have gotten the stone cold broken neck he hasn't said anything then (laughs) he tries to pick him up for a jackhammer and literally can't get in undertaker's taller can't get him up over his shoulder and like drops with him going down. And it just, it looked like two geriatric people trying to fight. It was just <laughs> the coconut, yeah. coconut wife watching with me. And she's like, this is painful to watch like this. Even as like a fan of who these people were like, this is tough. He looked and like that at the Royal Rumble Undertaker did. Like, oh, he looked yeah. like an old man wandering around up there. Yeah. He apparently, even at, so at the end, he Undertaker picks him up for a chokeslam because they must have quick finished this match. And as Taker's going to pick him up for a chokeslam, fucking Goldberg can't even jump. So, like, it just looks abysmal. So, if you get a chance to look at highlights, Ralph, do it. And then the match is over, and it like, kind of like, zooms out on the Undertaker, and he, you just read his face. He's just like, what the fuck was that shit? Like, that was pointless. Goldberg slips, like, slides out of the ring and collapses. And no one sees it because it's on, like, the opposite camera side. But he literally is just fucking dead. I, I hope that <laughs> I literally I, died. I really hope that, that Vince sucks. never tries to get these people to wrestle ever again. He should get Scott Hall. I don't think Scott Hall could <laughs> Jake do the snake. Yeah. Yeah. One single move in the wrestling ring, I think Scott Hall would implode. Get Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Yeah, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, on a wrestle quick, in peace. Really quick, cool side note. Uh, you obviously saw that uh, John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, uh, is in that other wrestling thing. Yeah, I didn't know who the hell John Moxley was, but I figured it out. It was his that's his old persona, and he is fighting Kenny Omega at the next like big pay per view they're having. So that'll be a good match. I'm excited for that. And there's blood in those in in their stuff, so maybe their wrestling's going to be better. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe this it'll fall, be real this fall. T well, it's still real to me. Damn it! This fall TNT. <laughs> we'll see what happens. 
They should have Taz come back and wrestle. I I'd watch Taz. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hurt his back until. Like yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he can't wrestle anymore. Yeah, no, like he's like Edge, yeah. where like they won't allow yeah. Edge to wrestle anymore either. Like it's just not not gonna happen. So, uh, anyway, that's the that's the wrestling podcast. Thanks for joining us this mm-hmm. week. We'll see you guys next week. See ya. Later. Uh, <laughs> When's the Blue Meanie gonna wrestle again in the WWE? Oh. Oh, boy, the Blue World Order. Uh, yeah, that. yeah. Get him and Al Snow back. Um, yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, they, uh, Tommy Dreamer is at that AEW uh, uh, Royal Rumble they had thing, and it was I I just can't understand why, but he was do a Dreamer DDT. Man, he, he always sucked. He's, yeah, I was never. I understood like the fan getting behind Tommy Dreamer because he's kind of an everyman, but boy, did he I lost not. all the fucking time in ECW. I did I think that not, was him. I did not give a shit about uh, anything when it comes to Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> I know. What about Mikey Whipwreck? I was not a Whipwreck fan, but I remember Stone Cold and him at a match in ECW at one point that I about Sandman with his beer belly. I, you know what? For being what I called a, a fake Stone Cold, I thought Sandman yeah. was a spec. Was he, he was Stone their- Cold. I thought like no. Just Incredible was their fake Stone Cold. Just Incredible was more of a high flyer, though. I thought Sandman was around before he was Stone yes. Cold. As a cognizant wrestler, I did, I had no idea, but I was like, "Oh, this guy wants to drink beer and beat people up too." But then he started like smashing cans on his forehead, and I'm like, "What? What is this? I have no fucking idea what any of this is." So it was it was CCW. It was yep. definitely extreme. Yeah, balls Mahoney. Balls, yeah, balls yeah. Mahoney was, he was fine. He wrestled okay, but anyway. <laughs> Uh, E3 week, guys, it happened, uh, and it happened without us all getting together, which made me sad inside. Uh, did you guys feel like you watched it more so without all being together, or did you feel like you paid less attention this year? I only saw one press conference. So, so you definitely paid less attention yeah. this year. Yeah, I saw three, so much less. I watched, let's see, I, I saw a little bit of EA play, but only what I, I only cared to watch, uh, the Apex and the... Star Wars stuff, and then shut it off because I didn't care. Um, I really missed most of Microsoft. I uh, saw Ubisoft, I uh, saw Bethesda, and saw Square Enix. So, I mean, I still try to catch most of it, but it was not near as fun without watching it all together, I guess I would say. It no. Was very strange. Yeah, because I don't know, Katie was watching the uh, the Microsoft one with me, and I could I felt bad because I'm like, I don't want to make her watch Subject this. her to all this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, but yeah. I gotta watch this. Yeah. yeah. I told I told the coconut beforehand, I'm like, there's one week out of every year where I just like I'm going to be watching shit that you don't want to watch and I'm not gonna move. And she she understood. <laughs> um okay. and I was like, with especially without the boys here, like I have to I need to still fake it till I make it and live tweet to them about things that they're not gonna respond to me about, but I'm still gonna do it anyway. <laughs> um yeah. but yeah. I gotta watch some of it on my own, but towards the end of the Microsoft one, that's when my brother's kids got back. And then I, I couldn't really watch. <laughs> they, uh, they had no interest in what was going on on the stream. So they were just loud and annoying and uh, did not want me to watch it. So I, I think that's probably most kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. It's not whatever they're going to watch on YouTube or Sesame street. Like they don't care. Yeah. So I, but there was a first hour or so I was able to watch it all without any interruptions, but 
I don't. Yeah, yeah I, I got interrupted quite a bit during the Microsoft show, but that's just the way the life goes. Yeah, uh, I I can't. On a quick, on a technical side note, everything just froze on my computer, but I can. Everything sounds okay, but I'm definitely frozen. Oh, we see ya. Okay, let it right. go, man. I'm just frozen too. Did get announced? It, yeah, they got a new trailer, so the kids what? are real pumped about that. But anyway, well, so they have to make another. Yeah, they got to make another Kingdom Hearts there now. <laughs> I mean, they already are, man. Uh, it's Kingdom Hearts 4. It's coming in 2027. Uh, soon to be Wait. 2030. When's 3 coming out? Uh, it's, they scrapped it. Um, oh, that's a good gonna, idea. Yeah, they're just going to... They recall gonna, all the discs. They're like, no, this, this wasn't real. It's actually going to be Final Fantasy 16. That's uh, what Kingdom Hearts okay. 3 is going to be. They're just going to port in some new models and, and call it a new game. It's fine. Okay. They're, what if they just remade Kingdom Hearts 2? Um, I you know what I don't it really know. Episodic. I don't know why you would touch any of the greatest games of all time, but people yeah. seem to want to do it all the time. So why not Kingdom Hearts to that list? Fuck it, whatever. Well, there's an infinite amount of numbers between two point nine and three, so they could just keep <laughs> doing that and never get it's to true. three. It is it is very true that they could do that. I do feel like Tetsuya Nomura doesn't give a fuck anymore, and that's why he is co- is completely committed to uh, that FF Seven remake, but. Anyway, uh, uh, with me as always, I didn't even get a chance to fucking introduce you guys, but it is what it is, uh, is uh, uh, Co- Co- Ryan Leonard over here is uh, Ryan's. He's, he's over there watching the basketball <laughs> game. Yeah, there's no, uh, what was his name? Zaza to, to make to make him uh, exit early. Wait a minute. You could have called him the Kawhi man. Why oh, didn't you do that? I oh. played it. <laughs> what about Kyle Lowryan? Okay, that that might be too much. What's that? What's the Mike Lowry? <laughs> yeah, it could be. What, what's that dude's name that I can't pronounce on the on the Raptors? Ibaka. No, I know Serge Ibaka. There's there's another guy that I, can't I know pronounce. who you're talking about. Van Fleet yeah. or something? No, it's the other one. It's kind and of old. Marcus. Yes. No, it's the one who S. did the one who blew up like, like the Siakam first game. Or or yeah, yeah. Siakam. Siakam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you're, I was way off. Yep, yep. I couldn't. I can't rhyme Ryan with Siakam, but I could have tried. <laughs> I'll do anything once. And uh, and joining us back after a two week hiatus and a vacation in the hills, it is Mister Careful Ralph. Hello, Ralph. How are you? And a marriage. Hello. And a marriage. Yes. What a fucking man. He had a vacation in America. He got married. Watched E three. What's more American than those three things? Uh staycation. <laughs> seeing three snakes. <laughs> Sit by each other on a sidewalk. Did you see three? three <laughs> Was it Ed, Ed, Eddie? Still, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, we were walking downtown Gatlinburg, Tennessee, uh-huh. and there's just three snakes sitting there, just fucking um, around, huh? just just living life. Whatever. It was cool. Yeah. Can't be mad at that. Uh, that your vacation looked very beautiful, uh, as did your your wedding ceremony. So congratulations to you and your and your lovely wife. Thanks. Um, yeah, it was good. Everything went good. Went well. And you did not wear a sleeveless t shirt until after. <sighs> yeah. No, we played volleyball in the rain. Fuck it. It rained at a reception, which you know, whatever. But it was. Isn't that supposed to be good luck? That's what everybody kept saying, and there was yeah. a double rainbow. I so. did see the rainbow, and I was very excited about that. Yeah, it was a good time. Good, I'm uh, I'm, I'm pumped for you. Uh, yeah, with that all happening, E3 happened uh, as we we're all kind of on the uh, separate part of the continent. 
make it sound like it's a bigger deal than what it is. Um, but we're going to talk about that a little bit later. We'll go through our uh, biggest takeaways or what we what impressed us the most, and then we'll kind of wrap up other E3 important stuff that we'll talk about. Uh, Surmise the score coming up, obviously. But uh, why don't we talk about what we've been playing? And Ryan, before I lose you to uh, the Raptors and the Warriors, started. why don't you tell me what you've been playing <laughs> yeah. real quick? What is it that you have been playing? Through the third uh, movie um, in Persona Q, I started the fourth one, which I hope is the last one. But um, I'm still going through that. I think I'm pretty close to finishing it, so I probably will just finish it. Yeah. How does it feel playing your 3DS after not playing it for so long? Uh, I don't really like it. Um, yeah, like, I, I figured. I, I but I, and that's honest. I figured it. Yeah. It's got to be so much different than I mean, playing even on the Switch and just what you're normally obviously used to. Yeah, I don't really like handhelds, and um, yeah, and handhelds just really aren't my thing. So playing on the 3ds is it's small. My my hands aren't huge, but um, the it's it's just uncomfortable. Like you I've have never an XL, right? What? You have an XL, oh, yeah. Also, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've never had a comfortable handheld. Like the Vita is not comfortable. Vita uh, PSP is not comfortable. DS, none none of those are comfortable to me. Sure. And uh, it's really annoying to like have to hold the stylus too. So it just feels uh feels weird. But feels, feels old. Yeah, I just wish they would port all those to Switch, uh, but they won't. What if they just come up with another dot connector where you can just connect your 3DS to the to like your your Switch? Uh, and your it depends on how they handle that because the resolution is pretty low on the 3DS. Yeah, it's like four. It's like 480 or uh, maybe, maybe a little, little higher than that. Is it less than that? I, well? I don't know. I have to I have to check. Maybe maybe it is higher than that. But I would. I don't know. I don't think it's very high. I think it's. Pretty I, I know low. it's not super high, Ralph. Do you remember what the what it is? I thought it was no more than like 480 or. Five something. I got nothing. It's how, how are you gonna, by 240 pixels. You're going to have to pull out your 3D TV to make, <laughs> your to make it look real DVD good. Player. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, top screen three to 328, 320 by 240. So that is Oof. not good. Um, is the top screen. That's when you look at the most. Yep. So. Uh, the top yeah. oh the 3ds XL though is bigger so it, it doubles it uh, it's a uh, it's like four four eight hundred by two forty so uh, yeah it's not not great but um yeah, not they, great. the Alliance Alive came out on 3ds and that's actually getting a uh, port to PS4 so I'm gonna buy that even though they're charging way too much for it. But. Uh, what about Borderlands 2? Did you pop that in for that new DLC, or are you just still kind of... Uh, well, yeah, I already played through all the Borderlands 2 stuff, so I just did the DLC thing, and it's it's just uh, it's more Borderlands. Um, my character's already level 50, so I have a sniper rifle that I never have to use. I basically never have to aim for it, because if I just hit them anywhere with a bullet, they're dead. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so yeah, there wasn't much challenge uh, in what I've played so far, but it definitely just seems like more Borderlands. Does it? Do you feel like? Can you gauge how long that DLC is going to be? I've only put like an hour into Borderlands two because I was bouncing back and forth between that and one. I'm not sure how long it's going to be. I I know they mentioned a bunch of stuff that was going to be in it, and there's there are multiple quests, but um, I can't really tell. I don't know if they're going to do something that is just kind of boring that you can do over and over again. 
Or and does it seem pretty polished for being a newer DLC? Obviously, it looks um, well. It's kind of weird because I, I had to download the HD texture, texture pack. pack. Yeah. So, so I'm sure it looked better than when I originally played it, but um, I don't know. It's kind of looked like more it's, Borderlands. It's all, it's all Borderlands. Yeah. Without seeing them back to back, I can't really tell the difference. Uh, is it weird to you to be playing a Borderlands Two DLC this year? Like I, I when you said that originally, I was like, "That's mm-hmm. fucking weird." No, it it it's better. Uh, plays better than the because I just played that remaster, the first one. So right, but um, it it plays better than that that remaster of the first one. Uh, and I forgot, like, I remember nothing other than doing the um, oh man, what was that? Is it Hemlock? The weird. So the British guy? guy, yeah, the British yeah, guy. I, I remember like nothing besides doing that and the tiny Tino stuff. So when I loaded up my character, I just I had no idea. I didn't even know which character I picked. Apparently, I picked that mechanic <laughs> girl or whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay. So who has like a robot sidekick, um, and he was messing people up whenever I summoned him. So sure. yeah, it was very easy. <laughs> and part of the reason why it's so easy is because they have that issue where they level it based off of your, whatever playthrough you're on. And I think I loaded up the first playthrough. And so the max um, level it has for that DLC is like 35, which is way lower than 50. So yes, much lower. Yeah. Right on. um, I think if I would have done the second playthrough, it would have been higher, but how did you, how do you spawn that DLC? Like, is it, uh, is it like the other ones where you can kind of like select it? You just there's a new area that loads. It's called Fight for Shank, uh, Fight for Sanctuary, and you just fast travel there, and it starts up immediately. So, okay. So, I have it downloaded. I've not played it because I need to just sit down and force myself to play that Borderlands One remake. I was supposed to play that through with my buddy Joey. Um, he has not done that. And I think my buddy Tony downloaded it too, and we have not uh, linked up to be able to play that quite yet. So, yeah, we'll I see how that's going to be in it, though. That's what I was waiting for because they changed the voice actor for Claptrap. Oh yeah, yeah. So, to put a new DLC out with Claptrap or a new dialogue, I wonder how that would work, or if they even do it. But I haven't seen Claptrap yet. I wonder if you. Yeah, I don't know. I I would think that. I mean, Claptrap is the mascot of Borderlands, so I would assume you see him at some point. But I yeah. usually usually like to get that out of the way early. Yeah, he's not showing up. Well, so. Maybe you'll maybe you'll be spared this time. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind Claptrap. He's, he's okay until September when uh, it all comes down again. Like Tiny Tina in the main game wasn't that great. She was way better in the uh, Dungeons and Dragon part, but uh, I don't mind Claptrap though. Right on. Uh, anything else that you've been playing, sir? That you want to talk about? Oh, uh, I, I downloaded Two Two Human for free. Played, that, played <laughs> yeah. a little bit of that last night. And, I and found out found out that was yeah. free after I bought it for six dollars off of eBay. Oh, <laughs> I, uh, you bought it off eBay after it went free two days ago. I didn't know it was free. Yeah, I don't think they can sell it for money because of the epic thing. But um, right, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, that um, okay. I bought it off of eBay. I think for about a similar price too. And then like a couple of days later, I went to a a GameStop and they had like a pristine like copy of it, perfect case, perfect box. The sticker wasn't even uh, that crazy uh, for two dollars. And I thought Damn about it. just buying it. It was two dollars, <laughs> but oh well. I already had a copy, so now you get two copies, Ralph. It's, it'll be fine. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. I just saw it went backwards compatible. I'm like, yeah, I could play that. Yeah, 
did not get Xbox One X enhanced, though. I don't think most of them did. They put a bunch of like Splinter Cell games on there that were on the Xbox, and I think by default all of those are X enhanced. So I was going to try some of the Splinter Cell games, but I did not get a chance to yet. Just too human. You'll be able to as soon as you download that Splinter Cell DLC or the uh, mobile game. Oh, uh, what? I didn't hear about a mobile game. Yeah, they announced some Splinter Cell mobile. It's it's not technically Splinter Cell. It's a bunch of different Ubisoft characters that you can play as in this weird, shitty-looking mobile game, including Sam Fisher. Dude, that's the really good. That one. I don't think there's a voice. Yeah, it's just car- it's really shitty-looking cartoon renditions of characters. No Michael Ironside? Not yet. But, just just uh, Ironhide. Yeah, I don't know why there was no no Splinter Cell at E3. So. Yeah, I was very sad about that personally. But maybe next year. Yeah, it was Dead Space Four. Maybe next year, Ralph. <laughs> Sorry about you. Yeah, it's got to be one year, right? It's got to be one of these years. Um, all right, why don't we move to uh, uh, Ralph? Why don't you tell me, and then I'll talk to you about what I've been playing. Ralph, tell me uh, what you've been playing. Why don't you start off with the old. Pat the Box, or whatever the fuck that game is. Pato Box? You yeah. mean this? Pato Box, yeah, Pato Box. Pato Box. You're a duck who is a boxer. Um, I got this from Play Asia, and this is like the best limited edition. It's a really nice looking case. Yeah, this is super sweet. How big the is the duck? Yeah. I don't know. Can you I feel like that would hurt like him? hell to get punched in the beak. Can you see him? Um, This game's all in black and white. Um, But yeah, this was, I don't know why I got the limited edition, but it's 40 bucks free shipping, and which I thought was actually pretty cheap. And I mean, it took like months for it to come because it came from, I mean, it was Play Asia, but it said it came from the Netherlands, which is not in Asia last time I checked, but I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't know geography. Um, The the Asian Netherlands, yeah. Um. It's kind of like it plays like Punch Out, I guess, but you can like free roam between fights and you just like go around and like you're in a hotel and you're like punching chairs and shit just for the hell of it. Sure. <laughs> or like trying to. Is it like the golf story of boxing? Pretty much. That, yeah. That great analogy. That sounds real fun. Yeah. I mean, I've only. I'm not very. I was never very good at Punch Out. And like, I mean, I beat the first boss in this. It took me like three or four tries. Um, But yeah, it's pretty fun. I mean, I've seen it digitally for like, I I don't know, 10 to 12 bucks on sale. Sure. So this was the only way to get the physical one. I don't know why I got it, but I got that physical problem. You you do have that physical, physical problem. Um, Speaking of that, I also got Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove, the physical version. Uh, That fucking, Uh, I I guess I Oh, I lost you. What'd you say? Oh, hello, you're back. Uh, the the reverse cover on Toe Jam and Earl. Oh, yeah, it looks like a Genesis box. That's super hot. I was really it's into pretty that. Good. It's yeah, pretty that game's fucking weird. I never played the very first Toe Jam and Earl. I played the second okay. one, which is like a side-scroller. The first, this one was... Def- this one was like the first one. So yes. it's kind of like a roguelike light. Um... Yeah, I, don't, I guess I don't remember that about... And we talked about this when this game came out because I debated buying it. And part of me was like, I don't remember this being what those games were, but I guess I was just so young when it did because it was... Was it 91 or 2? Probably. It was one Something. of them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so just like... 
you're kind of thrown on like a level and you're looking for ship parts and I just did like the tutorial mission. So there was like 10 ship parts and some levels had one and some didn't just going around trying to find them and you can't really attack. Uh, you just kind of sneak around people, but you don't really have to sneak. Um, it's fucking weird. It probably, I, I mean, I think it's pretty fun. I just don't know uh, how long I'll stick with it, but you could play it at least two players. I don't know if you can play four or not. I mean, Is it, pretty does fun. it seem difficult? No, not really. Okay. It seems I mean, like I'd you be, need it pretty fast. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I haven't, I just finished the tutorial mission, which yeah, there was 10 ship parts. It took me probably an hour. Um, so now I'm on like what's it called a f- fixed mission, I think is what it was called. Okay. So I don't know if you just keep replaying the same thing and like it's just randomly generated or procedurally generated. Procedurally, yeah. Whatever. Um, levels. I don't know. Uh, I feel like the backgrounds get different, but maybe I don't know. I mean, they probably do. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the layouts will be. Oh yeah. Just random. Um, yeah, it's pretty fun. I don't know if it was worth the 35 bucks I paid for it yet, but... Yeah, I really want to get that game, but I'm waiting for it to hit maybe 10 I don't know. Yeah, I think it was on sale for, what, 15 recently? Yeah, and I just... I, I'm being really cheap on this game, and I'm, I shouldn't be. Macaulay Culkin's Joe Jim and Earl, um, but I'm just... I'm being very, uh, very cheap on it. So, hey, man, you I'm, do you. I'm open for... I mean, I, I spent... When we talk about games, I spent ten dollars on a really good game, and I spent ten dollars on a eh, game. So I'm kind of in the air on even spending ten dollars on di- on digital games right now. So no, I get it. Um, and I finished the Swords of Ditto, Mormo's Curse, which I don't even know if I've talked about yet. Yeah, we talked about a, it a little bit uh, the last podcast, um, saying that you were thinking about buying it. I think maybe I just bought it. I hadn't played it yet, or something. yeah, I think I that might have been what it was. Is on that Devolver Digital sale. Um, yes. Yeah, it plays like um, kind of like a Link to the Past or something, except it's uh, it's like a roguelike light. Also, <laughs> surprise! I don't one, really know. One of those. I only died once, I think. So I don't really know. I think like every time you die, like the game goes a hundred years in the future. And like so it's like a different hero every time. I guess kind of like Rogue Legacy, where you're sure. Um, I don't think you're related to. Um, I don't know. And like you, it says you have like so many days to do whatever before you can kill the final boss. And basically, once you level your up, level yourself up to level six, and it's like okay, you have like twenty four hours left, and it's more like twenty four minutes. Oh wow! I don't know why level six. I guess that's what level the boss is at. That's where the graphics are. <laughs> yeah, they're very loose in that level. <laughs> um, so like I've killed her, and like I don't think I I didn't do everything in the game though. So then like starts over, and I think I get to keep some of the stuff I unlocked. So I don't know. It, it's pretty fun. I mean, I'm glad I didn't pay more than ten bucks for it. Right. Um, but. That's that bus uh, scale. I know you don't like the bus scale, but seven uh, whatever uh, seven out of ten is. 
Okay. I can never look. I never remember look this up. I'll, fifty-five. I'll say. Okay. Yeah, but a fifty-five sure. out of seventy-four. Sure. Uh, then I, I finished know. Team Sonic Racing, which well, I finished the story mode, which totally ended with not even credits. It's just like, hey, you beat that last mission. Way to go! Time like, to race some more. Like a text box. Perfect. Did you get last... a tr- oh, you're playing on the Switch. I was gonna say, did you get a sw- yeah. did you at least get a trophy for it. <sighs> Yeah, no. Um, I, the last race was fucking stupid. It's like all that Robotnik has this big car now, and you got to oh. race him. Okay. And I don't even think I got first, but I placed ahead of him, and then it said I won. This <laughs> is that fucking seems stupid and it, uh, it, unconsequential. Is what that sounds like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's still a fun game. Um, I'd give that more like a 75 out of 100, whatever whatever <laughs> that is. It. All right, a 50. <laughs> I'd say a 50. <laughs> Somehow lower. Okay. Sure. <laughs> the bus scale doesn't use numbers. It, does, it doesn't scale properly. Shapes. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Um, so uh, I think that's all I've played. Uh... Yeah. I think that might be right. I, I close the that's notes. All like I, I always I'm looking do. at the I'm looking at the notes. I think that's the notes. All. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I can talk about some things. Rob, what do you want to What do you want to hear first? What the hell is Sega Heroes? Um, Sega Heroes is a, a mobile uh, a beat 'em up game um, that has uh, you know play to win uh, mechanics where you can purchase different heroes in the game. Uh, all your Sega all, all your Sega favorites are here. Um, and what about the forklift? From Shinmu. Uh maybe not quite that. But uh okay. let, let me just let me rattle off some names here that you can that you can buy. Okay? Let me just click this here. I don't even know who the fuck this click, is. Go ahead uh, and buy them as you tell us. Uh Agent G from House of the Dead. <laughs> okay, that's pretty awesome. Shadow uh, uh from Sonic the Hedgehog. That's poor. Uh, fuck who's Shadow. This? Uh Joe Musahashi from Shinobi. Yep, okay. Yeah. Uh Beat from Jet Set Radio. Set Radio. Yep. Yep. Uh, you can buy Big the Cat. Um, <laughs> buy Big the Cat. How about Agiha from Shinobi? Uh, Hibana from is. Shinobi? I don't know. Some uh, Ganyan from Monkey Ball. Gus from okay. Crazy Taxi. I could go I could go okay, on. Yeah. Al-, Al Valkyrie Chronicle Lady. Alicia Melkiot. Sure. Uh, the, 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 the black dude from Jet Set Radio, DJ Professor K. Um, and Hatsuma from Shin- I mean, all kinds of characters for you to be able to, to, to check out and, uh, and play. You can buy those for, for real dollars, or you can do different adventures and different um, missions. Basically, what you're doing is you're building a team that go through a level, and you have so much life, obviously, and you hit somebody, and you gain life. You hit somebody, and you gain life, and then you can do their special. You just do that over and over again and hope that you have enough uh, life to, to beat uh, it's usually two uh, or three waves of enemies for you to for yeah, you to do it. Instead, you built together a team to DIY Sonic's backyard. <laughs> I would be completely into that. Or, or his um, car for his team racing. Sure. I thought by backyard you meant his ass. I thought you meant racing. <laughs> um, do it yourself. Like, over Sonic's ass. Yeah. <laughs> right now, my team consists of Death Adder from uh, Golden Axe. Um, if you know who that is, <laughs> okay. that's, that's that's this dude right here. Uh, I, I just know there's one of the games is called like Revenge of Death Adder or something. Uh, it's also I also have Axe Battler <laughs> from Golden Axe. <laughs> it's a great He's game. just like the main character. Uh, I have 
I have Amy Rose from Sonic, from Sonic and yeah. Blaze Fielding from Streets of Rage. Okay. I, I also you were have, say Blaze from Sonic. Also, I also have I I or whatever the fuck this little yeah chip. Monkey Ball. Yep, Hell yeah, I've got, I've got I, that I. guy also. So I don't I don't play this uh, a whole lot, uh, but it's a fun little time waster. I mean, it's got the energy meter of like, hey, you can do so many of these before you run out of energy. You can buy crystals and um, like I said, the campaign. You have like a little you know, it, it looks like a free to play game, and it's it's not bad. I don't hate it. It's just it's fucking hard. So. Okay. Um, that's uh, yeah. I, I downloaded that last week. I and I don't normally play a lot of phone games. I'm not a phone game player. Oh really? That, that intrigued me. Uh, holy shit! Solitaire is fucking great. Um, this I've heard of this game multiple times through different um, uh, giant bomb things. I feel like, and maybe just like people online talking about best phone games. So you guys, if you guys remember what Sol- Solitaire or Solitarica is, I know what Solitaire is. I, so you, I know so what take, Metallica is. Fantastic. It's almost the same. I know what Spider-Man so, <laughs> is. So think solitaire, but think uh, a roguelike uh, and RPG spiders. elements to it. Huh? Or no sp- spiders or no spiders? You, I've fought in a spider before, yeah. Okay. Are they allowed to do that and not um, call it spider solitaire? Uh, yeah, I mean, probably. Uh, the spider talks, so that matters. Yeah, it's going to confuse people. Hopefully not because it's on a phone. Uh, I do believe, Ralph, this is free on your Android phone. Same with you, Ryan. So if you want to check this out, it's free on your Android phones, I do believe. Um, But, well, I don't know how free it actually is. But I paid $4 for it and then a dollar for the extra packs of cards that you can – because you have different decks that you can master because each deck has different abilities. And so you start at your first deck and you play through. And when you die, you get, like, rainbow dice. And you can use those rainbow dice to – unlock either more item slots or you upgrade the ace the king and the queen so when the ace the king and the queen get played you get a benefit or like some kind of special ability while you're playing it and all you're doing is playing solitaire so i mean you're just hoping that the deck goes in your favor and as you um play your cards are set out for four different abilities whether it's an attack a magic attack um a defense attack or there's a fourth one too. I can't remember what it is. Uh, and so you just you're a, you're trying to kill the the person you're playing against, and they're also trying to kill you. But you have the ability to play either super offensively or you know super defensively. Or you got to find that balance. So when you die, you lose everything and you start back at square one. But that's where you have to find that the proper balance. I I don't know. I fucking love the shit out of this game. Nice. Sounds interesting. Everything's got to be violent. Just, solitaire can't be a peaceful game. It's, I mean, it's pretty, it's a, it's very, uh, you know, it's made by Righteous Hammer Games. Um, it's, it's intriguing. It's violent. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. like the different, like the different decks, and I've only played the first two. Like the first is Warrior, and it's like based on defense and attack. Uh, the Monk deck is agility and defense. Uh, you've got the Paladin, defense and willpower, uh, Rogue, attack and agility, Wizard. Um, you have to unlock all these by getting the little rainbow dice, but I've got a fuck ton of those to get through. Um, but yeah, it's it's really cool. So if you have any desire to find a good time wasting phone game, um, that and it's really fast too. Like, I mean, the, the matches go pretty quick. I mean, you're just playing solitaire and just there's there can be a little bit more of a hey, I got to think about what I'm going to do here because maybe you want to you have a two threes in front of you and you have a two, so you can either 
put that two on this three that gives you a defense point or this gives oh, you an agility point. And uh, you could do the defense point and then that you can use maybe your ability down there because you're that close. Like you got to play, play it smart to make sure that you're not going to get rocked from the other. Uh, the Green other. just shot a three with a toe on the line. What's he doing? Uh, hopefully losing that game. Um, gross. Uh, so solita- Solitarica or Solitarica, I'm not really sure how to pronounce it. Really fucking fun. Uh, what's up next, Ralph? Uh, what about this Apex Legends thing? Beast, yeah, Beast, Beast, of the, Beast of the Hunt. So they they did their first event uh, over E3 weekend, um, which was Double XP weekend, which is fun. Uh, season two for them comes out, I think, the first uh, or second second or third of July. So they were trying to get players the ability to push through some levels if they weren't already at the level cap. So that was really fun for me because I hadn't played a ton of Apex, um, but I, I oh, still very a, much. I was not a two. Oh god, I very much enjoy Apex <laughs> Legends. Uh, but the Beast of the Hunt, they they released some cool skins. Two, you got skins for your weapons that were free if you hit so like so far in the battle pass, and then you got a free legend skin um, as well if you hit a certain level in the battle pass. So it seems though they've definitely took some time to make their skins better that you unlock in the game or can buy. That was people's biggest complaint uh, in that first uh, season pass was the skins you got were very boring. You got a lot of like. Uh, uh, skill meet or not skill meters, but like badges and hey, this is what I've done kind of thing. And they've taken all that out for season two. Um, they're going to put more skins in there, more coins for you to be able to craft a legendary towards the end of all that. So they're definitely taking strides in the right direction. They introduced a new legend. Um, so I'm I'm really excited for season two of Apex. I still think Apex is one of the best games of the year, um, and I'm excited to see what they do next. Nice. That's all I got for Apex. <laughs> but short, kind, short and sweet. What kind of Shovel Knight DLC were you playing? Uh, is it the Plague of Innocence? Is that what it's called? Uh, what what, called? Whatever the it was Plague Knight. Is that what it's called to him? No. Um. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Or is it Did you play either of these? I think I played a little bit of that one, and I didn't really love the way it played. I can't think. Of, I can't think of what this is. It, I gotta look. Um, I'm playing as the one where basically you're. I I, I think it's the Specter of Torment. Torment, one. yeah. Um, yeah. and that's the one where like basically you go to like you go to a guy who's got like a giant portal and you just go to a level, beat the end of the level, and then you fight the boss. Like it's very simplistic. Um, you have varying degrees of difficulty, and it's like you get a thousand coins for beating this one. You get three thousand coins for beating the hardest one, and it, it's very cool. The story in it, I think, is very intriguing. Um more so than I expect it to be. I'm on what I presume to be the final boss currently. I just had the big swerve at the end of that DLC and started the what I believe to be the final level, and holy shit, was it difficult. Um, but uh, fuck, Shovel Knight is so fucking good still. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know that's an obvious statement to, to someone <clears throat> like us, but I, if you haven't played Shovel Knight, uh, pick up the... Uh, the Super extra awesome edition that you can get on the Switch. It plays really well. It looks real good. I just I, I fucking love Shovel Knight, and uh, I'd never played the DLC before, so um, I want to say yeah, Specter. Let's see, Specter of Torment. Specter of not Specter Gadget. No, not not. Mm, that would have been but good. That's not, that's not very good. Um, was the last time they made a Specter Gadget game? Probably the Matthew Broderick era. 
if I had to guess. <laughs> it's probably like a Game Boy Advance game. Yeah, something. Spectre of Torment. So you have like, and you can like, gr- at one point there's like grinding. <laughs> You're like using your sci- your scythe of the skateboard, which is kind of funny. I don't know. There's, <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty good. Uh, I like that game a whole lot. So, uh, Spectre of Torment. Uh, it's pretty hot. So, and playing it on the Switch, I was sitting outside, just Hadley wanted to go outside and run around. The older kids were gone, and so I just brought my Switch outside, played some Spectre of Torment. She uh, hung out, jumped on the trampoline, laughed a whole lot, and I fucked some people up. (laughs) Sounds fun. Win-win situation for me. Speaking of win, you won a lot of games. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I I did finish some games. Uh, Some very short games, but I did finish some games nonetheless. Uh, let's see. I'll, I'll start with go worst to best. I was going to say, I'll start with the worst. And that was Gris. Mm. Um, I, I think that, I think my problem with Gris is that it was too, um, I don't know if I mean, uh, metaphoric or on the nose, but man, it was very abstract. And I kind of knew that you kind of look at it and go, okay, this game is going to be very artistic. Um, but it was almost too much of like, I couldn't, Really, Jackson Pollock of video games. It might have been. I just, I just don't know if I could give a shit about it. Like, it, it looks really cool, and I think the platforming plays pretty good. But it's just, I mean, there's clearly no story, and that's fine. But what I did see of a story just was very, very weird, and I didn't really get a whole lot of. I didn't get a whole lot of anything out of it. I was like, I just kind of want this to be over at this point. So I just, I wasn't blowing through it by any means, but I played, I think I beat it in two settings. It was just not. It's, it sounds like, um, what was the PS3 game, Journey? Journey yeah, very, it, it's exactly what I likened it to. I had a, a buddy over on Tuesday and I was talking to him and I, I had asked him if he'd ever played Journey and he said no. And I'm like, this is, that's what this feels like. But I thought Journey felt way more impactful. This did not have that same effect. Was it and, because you could walk into walk in the sand and draw a dick in the sand? Um, there was no <laughs> dicks in boxes or sand. Um, however, there there was uh, a lot of paint. It like I, I don't know paint? them. There might have been some taint too, but there's definitely some okay. paint. Um, but what I got out of it was that uh, yellow. Uh, it, it felt like you were playing a painting, basically, as, as each piece you progress you were basically putting colors back into the world and brightening it back up but then at the end it felt like you were ascending to the sky is like dying or something i don't know if i just felt too dumb or if i am just that dumb i just didn't it did not connect with me like i wanted it to so i was i was a little bummed well just so you know the the pre-orders for the physical version are coming up soon oh well so I mean, if you, if, that. I, if you want to hop on that, I applaud. No, you. I don't know. I don't trust. Don't trust the me liking that game enough to want a physical version. I wouldn't either, to be honest with you. Not after I played it. I would I would tell you one way. And I mean, my recommendations don't really mean shit to you, but I would tell you not to play this game. You would not like this game. OK, no, I, I accept that recommendation. Good. Um, I also played, uh, Yoshi's, uh, crafted world and I very much enjoyed that. Very charming. I mean, top to bottom, I thought the music looked good or sounded good. The worlds looked good. Everything about it just was fun to play. Um, it was just, I wouldn't say it was a slog, but I, I tried to play that game very slowly. And I think that might've been the wrong thing because by the time I was t- towards the end of it, I was like, 
yeah, I'm ready to not play this game anymore. <laughs> like, I just didn't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I was the same way. Uh, I kind of forced myself through the end. Yeah, I just, I didn't hate it. <clears throat> I was just kind of done with it. Like, yeah. for once, I kind of wish the game would have been shorter, and I'm not that guy. Usually, I want more bang for my buck. But I got to the point towards the end where I just stopped because every level I'd play it and then I'd play it again as the dogs or I'd make sure I was getting everything and it was taking me a lifetime. And I think if had I played it just straight through the first time and gotten everything and then went back, I maybe would have liked it, but I didn't and it kind of ruined it for me. Yeah, I only did like, I don't even know if I did any of the dog things actually because I did them in the demo, whatever right. one you could. Yep. And then I was getting all the uh, vending machine things. Oh yeah, I well, started that. And then I gave up probably about halfway through. I'm like, there's too many of these. Six or seven worlds in, and I, because I, I was, I would, I would finish the world, go to the vending machine, get everything out of it. I'm like, okay, yeah, this that's good. what I was doing too. And, and yeah. then I, once I got to the point that I finished the world and didn't have enough, I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Like, I'm not grinding. It's not what this yeah. game is. No. Um, <laughs> I unlock, you know, you unlock those uh, things at the end, the special worlds. I did a couple of those levels, and those are a bitch. Um, cause it's just pun like you die, you're dead. Like that's it. Like, yeah, I don't think I actually even tried one. <laughs> I think I just traded it in. I think I, I got to the, beat the final boss. I think I got to the third one. I'm like, yeah, this is tough, mm. but, um, I didn't give a bus scale for Gris cause whatever, but, um, zero. I, I, yeah, no, we're getting to zero. Uh, I would probably give this a 53, uh, 54, um, out of uh, 74 buses. It was okay. Um, and before I tell it you, sounds about, like better than okay. It's it, it it's it's still Yoshi. The music's still good, and I think it looks really fun. I like just the way that everything's designed is very charming. But it definitely felt like that game could have shaved a couple hours off of it, and it would have been better. So zero out of seventy four. Uh, yeah. So, uh, no, I did not play that. Um, I picked up Katana Zero. That was the first of the two Devolver Digital games that I picked up, and. Uh, that game fucking rocks. Like I really like Katana Zero a whole lot. Um, I I don't want to call it this year's The Messenger because that's gonna go down a wrong Uh-oh. path for you. Uh, <laughs> but have you seen this game in 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 play, Ralph? Have you watched the quick look or seen anything about it? Um, a little, but I was meaning to watch more of it. And and that's and fine, Ryan. Ryan, I don't know that you have any interest in like an eight bit. Uh, roguelike game. Okay, I figured not. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck my life. Um, so basically, the way the, the way the game set up is, you are this swordsman, um, a katana, if you will, or the dragon, as they somewhat call you in this game. Um, not not to be confused with <laughs> uh, the, the Majima or the uh, Kiryu dragon. Not quite. Um, but. You are staged in, le- it's like levels, right? Or like, uh, uh, I'm trying to think, um, floors, if you will. So you have a, a level set up and it's a set amount of floors. You're either going up or going down or through uh, different parts. And it's, it's a roguelike game. So you have an ability to uh, pick up weapons and throw them. You have your sword. You have a slowdown time mechanic. Um, you have the ability to deflect bullets, and it's all you have to piece all these things together. You, when you're rolling, you're uh, invinc- uh, invincible. Um, so you have all these things at your disposal, and you have to figure out how to conquer each of these floors uh, throughout the different levels that it gives you. Um, and I want to say there's eight or nine different levels and multiple, multiple floors on each one. Um, but just the mechanic of 
you know, you're set like w- one stage, like in a nightclub, right. And you have to go kill the DJ. And so you have to make your way through the nightclub. And this adds a little bit more of a, a depth piece to it that I didn't really get. I, I must've missed it. Um, because as you're going through, what's that? Killing a DJ. Yeah. I gotta kill the DJ. How's the DJ going to save somebody's life? <laughs> Uh, in this in this future, no one's yeah. lives getting saved. Oh. Um, so it, I didn't realize that as you're moving through, like you have guys patrolling you on this first set of the floor. But if you get next to people dancing and hold A, you can dance with them, and, it, and that makes you invisible. But also, they've got obviously <laughs> cones of vision, and you can kind of have they see you when they're seeing you, but you could hide in plain sight, kind of thing. You can also brute way force or brute force your way through it. And I did that a couple times before I realized I could hide and got up to the second floor and then got fucking murdered. What I like about it is the VHS mechanic of it, which is when you die, it rewinds like literally a VHS rewind fast rewinds you to the beginning of the level every time. So even if there's three floors in one level and it doesn't, you know, you'll know when you clear a section because it say, it'll say, yes, that'll do. Um, if you get to the second or third part and you fuck up, it will rewind your punk ass to the beginning and you got to redo all that to get a- again. And I didn't have that. I did not have that issue more than maybe three or four times. Like it was not a severe issue by any means uh, because the rewind sound. Um, I, man, it's been a couple of days since I played it. It might actually. Um, and so it, it just feels so fluid of being able to, as you're playing, you roll at a guy, knife him roll again because obviously some, most times you'll have a guy behind him and you're going to alert him as you cut that guy he'll turn around and shoot you you either roll through the bullet that he's shooting at you and fucking kill him or slow time cut the bullet and it'll you know reflect back kill that guy and then you've got doors and the nice part about the doors in this game is unless you're being like severely loud they're not going to hear you through the door so you can kill these two dudes in this section of the room but if that door is shut they're not going to hear you you know, if you threw an item, that might be a little bit more of a sound making thing, but it definitely plays with the environment pieces quite a bit. Um, and it definitely gives you a couple bait and switches where at one level you can bounce off the walls and go up and kill people upstairs and come back down. But I was able to just kill the people on the main floor without the people upstairs hearing me and just go right through the end of the level. So there's definitely some more abilities to being able to play so fluidly and so fast and once you get the hang of rolling, cutting, throwing, slowing time, cutting again, and really fast-paced action, it feels so fucking good. Um, and it's it's a lot of it's for me. It was a lot of fuck again, fuck again, fuck again. And I don't mean to dead. Uh, it was just <laughs> that repetitiveness of I I know I can fucking do this, and I, I oh it's getting so close. And uh, it was very rewarding when you would finish a a, a level or a floor um, to move on. And the stories interesting um it's a little heavy-handed uh but i don't mind it Uh, i didn't hate what i played there's also apparently uh a secret boss that i didn't get but there's a secret boss uh that you can get by doing certain things in the game that's i looked at pictures of it and it is fucking nuts um there yeah the game plays really well uh, it, it surprised me with a couple of, uh, late game changes. Um, it, <laughs> yeah, at one point you're, you can make a choice. I'm going to try to be as unspoilerific about this. You make a choice and there isn't really a wrong or right choice, but when you make this choice, it, it <laughs> something plays out kind of funny. And I was very like, I did not, I, I guess I didn't see this coming. Maybe call me an ignorant person, but I didn't see what they were going to do coming. Um, 
I don't know. It was, it's really fucking fun. I think they did a great job. It feels like Hotline Miami, but faster, like much faster because of the, the, the movement in it. And the look of it is great. The music's really fucking good. Um, and the story is actually pretty good. So I, this, is, this, creeped, this creeped right up there on my game of the year list for sure. Nice. That's good to hear. I, I really like it. 30 yeah. out of 74. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> okay, that adds I, up. I was good. I'd probably give it a, I'd probably rock it a 63, 62 out of 74. Okay. Yeah. I'd like to try it, but I don't know. It's if I'd like it or not. 10 bucks is a pretty easy, I would say get it, but maybe if you have, do you have any Nintendo coins that you can throw at it? Make it for, I really wish that they, I really wish someone would come up with the idea of a library, just to be able to like, hey, borrow this for a week and I get it back. Like I know I've said that before, but boy, that'd be nice. Borrowing games yeah. is such a staple when I was a kid, and now you can't fucking do it unless you are neighbors. Yeah, or you mail it, and nobody likes mailing things. I'll mail you my Switch. How's that? Okay, <laughs> that's that's smart. All right, I can put it right anyway, on my dock. Be good. You can stuff like that on Steam. You can share your library. Yeah, you can. I don't have a PC though. Uh, anyway, Katana Zero. Yeah, great game. Great stuff. Nice. Uh, I think that's everything that we have been playing, I do believe, Ralph. Yes? Yes. Okay, I was waiting for your response. <laughs> oh, I was making sure. I thought you were switching uh, Nope, you were just fine. I was just making sure can, that you were on the same page. Can you guys hear this cat meowing? Because it's about to, drive, about to drive me insane. hope you can't hear it. No. Uh, I can okay. only... Is, is that cat's name Kyle Meowry? <laughs> Siaka Meow. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Um, All right, Ralph, why don't we, before we get into our E3 stuff, why don't you uh, run us down with a little Sir Mize the Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Survive Score, Survive Score. I hope you know what you're in for. Survive Score, Survive Score. Everyone survives the score. Welcome to Survive the Score, section of the show where we try to guess the Metacritic scores for games that aren't out yet. And if we get it right, we get to remove a game from our top 100 worst games of all time list in hopes to find out what the worst game of all time is. We must not have done Surmise the Score last time. I don't remember. You asked for one score. Don't ask Bloodstained. me what it was. Bloodstained um, Ritual of the Night. Must have been. Which does not have any reviews Any yet. scores. Okay. Um, so we did Surmise the Score for the aforementioned Team Sonic Racing quite a while ago which its final score was a 72, which was the PS4 version. So this one was tight. Um, man, okay. Coming in a tie for second or dead last, however you want to look at it. Um, I can't do this math. One of my shots right. With guesses of 70 and 74, respectively, or Derek and Ryan. Jesus Christ. Sorry, everyone. You nailed it. No, you fucking <laughs> lost. You both nailed it. Um, oh, I'm talking about Ralph. Since he's oh, no, yeah, I, Ralph. I guess 73. I almost nailed it. I know. 73 of 100. Um, I've won the right to remove a game from this list. A game I will remove is Beavis and Butthead Virtual Stupidity. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's not a great game, but it does that's fine. It's not a it's not a top tenner, if I can tell you that much. Okay. Beavis and an Butthead. Upper, it's not an upper decker, if you will. <laughs> and I will. 
I was in a toilet recently that had no upper deck, no top lid thing. Like you're just asking for it. <laughs> oh shit! What are you doing? I would, I would walk out of there if I if it had no top lid and there was something in there. I would go find somewhere else to uh, to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, there was nothing in there, but yeah, no. But if there was, would you continue to go? I'd just go ahead and flush it and leave no, just to I see what happened. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know if I could. I'd be afraid of any type of splashing or anything. I would. I well, would. you like use a your foot or something to flush and then <laughs> run. And then bail. <laughs> Depends on the toilet. Um, oh, man. oh man, this next one is also very tight. Oh man, this may be tight like tightest. a tiger. Oh, I like that idea. No, it's not possible. This may this may be the most highly contested surmise score we've ever, ever? done. This, this well, there was yeah. another one, but it was when you removed something from the list. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I fucked that up real bad. <laughs> this game is the aforementioned Persona Q2 new Cinema okay. Labyrinth. Is that what I wrote? Yeah, Cinema? that sounds right. Okay, um, eighty-one out of a hundred. Oh man. Um, so coming in dead last. And dead second with a tie. Oh my god! With guesses of eighty and eighty-two respectively. Oh, oh shit! A Ryan and Ralph. Oh my god! I fucking got it. Nailing it with a guess of eighty-one. That has to. We couldn't get any closer. No, there's no way. That's the closest. And, you might have to go back and listen because I think he might have been the last one to guess, and he picked eighty-one. To probably sandwich sandwich himself. Himself, yeah. Man. Yeah, I think yeah. I might have. That was the smartest <laughs> move. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty. Yeah. I'm pretty smart. So uh, <laughs> uh, I make a lot of moves. Yeah, <laughs> I do a lot of things. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, let's see. Taking games off of this fucking list here. There's, uh, there's quite a few games on here still that are pretty bad. That um, is true. Oh man, that game's pretty Take bad. Them all. I don't know. I don't know about that game though because I haven't played it. Just do um, it. Take it then. I, I was gonna take off Jeep Thrills. Do it. It's it's bad, All but right. I mean, there's it's, worse shit on here. Yeah, Jeep. It's a great name for a game. Got to be a terrible <laughs> game though. Yeah, the name is a lot better than the actual. The, yeah, the name's pretty good, and it might make you feel like, hey, maybe this is okay. And <laughs> clearly, clearly, it's not. It's not very good. All right, right on. Yeah, um, Jeep Jeep Thrills is my choice for not the worst game of all time. Okay, that's good. Good to know it's right. not the worst game of all time. Yes. Um. All sleep, right. Sleep better at night knowing that. Be even better if there were no Jeeps in that game. <laughs> it would be really good. I've only played it once, and there may not be. I wouldn't be surprised. No, there are. Um, I'm not surprised. All right, I got one game for us to surmise the score for. Um. That is Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. All of the fuel. Comes out next week. I think it's next Tuesday. I don't know. Sometime. Um, Ryan, how about you tell us what you think about this? I think 84 is going to be the score for that game. 84. I'm going to go with a 78. Oh, boy. Derek. I was going to go with an 81. He's giving you one's working for you. All right. 81. Uh, that's all I got for us. Okay. 
uh, short and sweet on the uh, on the surmising of the scores. Uh, let's move on to E3. As we talked about before it happened this week, we were not all together, but we did watch uh, some of it. I'm sure we all looked up most of the news that happened, at least on the stuff that we uh, didn't watch. Uh, put together a list of the things that mattered to us, and why don't we talk about them here tonight? Uh, Ryan, why don't you tell me about uh, one of the things, hopefully you've got a few, uh, that caught your eye at this year's E3. Uh, the first one was Blair Witch. That came out of nowhere. Uh, it looks like, pretty okay. Oh, who's making a Blair Witch game these days, or why? Because <laughs> <laughs> the last movie yeah. they was not good. Um, it's the shirt that uh, that Phil Spencer wore to the Giant Bomb interview too. Was the Blair Witch shirt? Oh Blair yeah, Witch. yeah, it was. Yeah, that's not an Xbox exclusive, is it? I, no I, I, he didn't ask. Oh, uh, okay. Jeff didn't ask. But, but yeah, I don't know. It looked good, uh, which was surprising. Uh, and I actually, I don't know what you guys thought of the first movie, but I actually like the first Blair Witch movie. Uh, I think the first Blair Witch movie still holds up. It's it's, yeah, oh, it's quirky I, and weird and fucked up. I've never I, seen it. Or, yeah, I wasn't, like, it came out when I was a kid, and my, my parents did not want me to watch it at all. No. <laughs> Why would uh, they? And uh, so I never saw it. I only heard kids that I went to school with talk about it. And then eventually I saw it when I was uh, probably in my 20s. And, uh, yeah, it was still good. I still thought it was good. We uh, just rewatched it last year, and it's still pretty fucking weird. Uh, like I said, I mean, definitely a, a, a movie of that era, I guess. Like really, And I, I would maybe say that it helped kind of redefine film with the whole handheld camera kind of thing. Like, definitely took a lot of ideas for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's definitely yeah. a cultural thing that definitely it, it, le- it left an impact on the on the movie industry. So I'm really excited. Like I said to to you guys, it looked like a mix of like an Outlast with, and I I know it won't be uh, like a Dead by Daylight, but like running into that building, kind of hiding, felt like what you do in Dead by Daylight to kind of get away from everything. So it felt very creepy, and and it uh, just looked looked pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for it. It comes out this year too, in yeah. August, so it's not far off. So I hope that doesn't mean that it's bad because it's coming out so quick. That would make me sad. Ah, no, I wouldn't think that. There's a lot right. of companies that announce their games shortly before they come out. Like I think right. that's what they did with Fallout Four. You're right. Uh, Fallout seventy six. Yeah. Fallout seventy six. Yeah, great Bethesda. <laughs> yeah, they, they, another hot banger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ralph, yeah. what about you? What do you got for uh, for a piece of news from E3 that, that you really loved? Um, I don't know why I think this, but I thought, um, well, during the Nintendo Direct, they showed, I'd heard this was going to happen, that the first Panzer Dragoon game was going to get remade, which was a Sega Saturn game. Well, there's three of them on Sega Saturn, but um, this was the first one. Uh, it's getting remade, and it looked really good, and I was very surprised. <laughs> Um, Panzer Dragoon was right one on. of the first Saturn games me and my brother bought back in the day. Yeah, really? it's just like a on rails, huh. I mean, kind of like thing, Star right? Fox yeah. in a way, like old Star yeah. Fox. So, yeah, I don't know. I was, I'd heard there was a remake, but man, it looked really good, and it just brought back memories of that first level. So, and that's this year, right? I don't know. I could look, but I feel like it said this. I feel like this well, this yeah, year, I think it's a winner sure, or something. So I could mean, yeah. well, hopefully it's like towards the end of this year, but who knows? Yeah, um, yeah, thought it looked good. It may, Fucking it may a. suck, but it looked good. 
Who cares? Yeah, whatever they're making it, so it doesn't matter now. Yeah. Uh, first piece of news I had that uh, that gave me excited was just the confirmation that we get of Doom coming out this year, November twenty second. Doom Eternal and what we saw that game just fucking rocked me up hard. I that I'm yeah. fucking super pumped for Doom, dude. It looks I'm real good. Real excited. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm surprised it's come to Switch again. Ah, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't, I mean, it's, it's not fine. the way to. That's not the way to play those games. But who cares? No, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it looked real good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I, ready for that. Every, yeah, everything about it just was like, yep, I want all of this right now. So, the fact that we're getting it November 22nd, I'm um, I'm in for it. So, hell yeah, uh, we'll go we'll go round robin. I'll drop you with another one. Luigi's Mansion Three looks fucking dope. And I'm real pumped, other than Guigi, which I thought was a little weird. But I'm I'm into it. They had Guigi in the 3DS remake or port of uh, the first one. Did they? Yeah. There's some kind of two player thing where you can be Guigi. Um, That was that was also my next one. So, um, yeah, like I'm. I mean, I was wanting to play Luigi's Mansion Three, but then I saw it and like some of the extra moves and shit you can do now, and then like the even that scare scraper mode, I thought looked oh, really yeah. fun for um, some reason. And I like those Luigi Mansion games, and that just—I don't know, dude. It looked so fun and fucking dorky, and it just everything about it. I'm like, yep, I'm I'm ready for this. I'm ready for all of this right now. There's still no date though. Yeah, like it just I, says 2019. 2019. That bothers me. It's like so gonna... vague. I really think they're gonna push it, but I want to say they're not. I mean, I guess they said they pushed Animal Crossing, so I assume they would have said, said, but who knows? I yeah, I just think I think Luigi's Mansion Three looks great, and I'm real, real excited about it. I'm with you. That's Kotaku editor to go through the Nintendo show floor, and he said that Guigi was the Nintendo character that was most likely to be a serial killer. (laughs) I want a Guigi amiibo. That's all I need in my life. Oh gosh, and it's actually like. Like jello. Yes. Like gel, yes. It has to stay frozen in order to work. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good idea. It's pretty good. Uh all right, Ryan, what about you? What's next for you on your uh announcements of E three? Uh, well this isn't really like anything about what's well, sort of about a game, but not really about the game that it was for, but just uh Keanu Reeves uh being like <laughs> it's literally my next one also. <laughs> Doing yeah, it's pretty good things. Uh yeah. <laughs> It was like good when I, that person said that you're breathtaking to him. That was good. <laughs> I enjoy Keanu, and the the renaissance of people loving Keanu Reeves is really fun. And so to put him into Cyberpunk was like, sure, whatever. And then to have him at the press conference was just like, yep, great, I'm all in, okay. <laughs> and then uh, and then getting the release date for Cyberpunk of uh, April 16th of next year, uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. That- that was the best part of that press conference. I thought I, I don't disagree with you. It just his and not like Keanu coming out and talking and just what's up E <laughs> three like he was just so earnest about it. Like I don't know <laughs> something about it just had me fucking dying when I watched it. I I loved it. And then the whole check this out meme that like that's catching fire real hard on Twitter. I uh, like people gifting check this out and putting it into other things and it's. Uh, I, I saw a couple that Jeff had retweeted, one of which was it was him doing the check this out, and then it cut to the footage of uh, 
I can't even think what the fuck that guy's name is. The dude with the from WCW that they built up for so long and he fell through that wall. <laughs> the wrestler. Uh, oh, um, the sparkly helmet. Master. Man, I forgot what. What'd you say? Master. Something master. Right? You're you're kind of the shock yeah, master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just cuts to that, and that was like <laughs> fucking awesome. yes. So I, that that the birth of that meme has got me really excited. So <laughs> nice. Like uh, what else you got, uh, Ryan? We'll we'll flip back to you there. Um. Uh. So. Uh, I guess I'll save the other one for last for Microsoft. But uh, uh, that Tales of Arise game actually didn't look that bad. I hate those fucking games, but that game actually looked okay. <laughs> so, Perfect. Uh, the combat. So maybe I'll like this one a little more because I'm probably gonna buy it like an idiot. Sure. <laughs> Hated every game I've played in that series. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a habitual problem you have. It's no big deal. Have you played DuckTales yet, though? <laughs> Tales of oh. Duck, if you will. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. If I played DuckTales, it was when I was a kid, and I don't remember a, any of A duckiest okay. tale, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, Ralph, what about to you? What do you got uh, next up on your list? I've got a couple extra ones here, which is no big deal. Suit, whatever. Uh, I got three more, it looks like. Um, this is fucking stupid, but uh, I was excited that London Run is making physical versions of Turok 1 and 2 <laughs> on Switch. I don't know why. I mean, I know why they're not just putting in, in one collection because they want more Make money. Make more money, yep. But Dollars I, and I was, cents. I was hoping it was just both of them in one, but uh-huh. maybe that opens the door for Turok 3 down the road, but uh, I, I don't know. I, Turok 3 is supposed to be the best one, but like oh, nobody played it. Turok three, Turok three, Shadow uh, of Oblivion. The PS, what, what's the PS three one then? PS and three sixty. This is called Turok. It'd be I was technically, say, it was just Turok, right? Uh, I mean, I, if you don't, I didn't know that was the fourth one in the series. I thought it was the third. Well, if you don't count Turok Rage Wars, because <laughs> that even, was no, it existed, so no, I don't count it. <laughs> Okay, I mean those. So those four were in sixty four games: one, wow. two, three, and Rage Wars. Holy shit! They put that. Rage... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Rage Wars may have just been mostly a multiplayer thing. I don't. I never played it. Once that first Turok caught fire, they're like, "We got a winner here," and they just kept churning them out. Yeah, yeah. man, there's a acclaim published in that shit. They yeah. didn't care. They were just trying to stay afloat. Yeah, pretty they much. I, I played some of Turok one. I knew Turok two was a thing, but. After that, I remember playing Turok one and two, and I don't remember anything beyond that. Yeah, I think three was pretty close to the N64's last breath. Yeah, I remember playing (laughs) two on the 64 at a buddy's house in his parents' basement, and they had a giant fucking TV, and we played it on that. Nice. Why why were those guys down in 64? I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, there was like some Game Boy Color games. (laughs) But that's, that's not that's not the same. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. You have to call up the claim and find out. I think they're dead. They're yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, I got a couple other things here for you. Um, I thought on a negative side, I thought that Elden Ring announcement was a fucking dud. That looked pretty good to me. It's a Dark Souls. I, <laughs> here's I mean, oh, you know what? I forgot to put Dark Souls on when I played. I bought Dark Souls. Oh, I hate it. Like <laughs> so hard. <laughs> I have no idea where to go in that game. No idea. 
go up. I went down and I got wrecked so many I times. No, I don't remember where you go. And souls. then I went up and then I went up to the graveyard and got ruined a billion times. Yep. That's fuck a dark souls. I gotta find, <laughs> I gotta find what? I gotta farm some souls. Yeah. I'm a soul farmer. I, I think I, I was told that I built the wrong character because I built like a mage and they're like, yeah, don't do that. So that's what I did. And I just sat back and shot people. Yeah, I but need to get a shield. I, I never finished it though. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a... I played for an hour and Rage shut it off and said, fuck this game and almost deleted it. No, if you want easy mode, get a shield and use a, use a fighter that uses a shield. Yeah, we'll see. You should do a naked uh, run. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Elden Ring, I guess, kind of lost its luster for me after it got leaked. Um, that it was, you know, Hidetaki Miyazaki and George R. R. Martin were doing something. So like the announcement didn't really feel any like bigger than just knowing that that was a thing. Um, so I think that deflated it a little bit for me. And then not actually seeing any small bit of gameplay just really irked me. Um, I still just. Yeah, I, it, it's and that also irked me quite a bit. But yeah, that especially, I was really hoping a little bit more from Elden Ring and got nothing from it. Um, on a positive note, when's that come that, out? Did they oh say? God, no, fuck no, probably twenty twenty or twenty one. Yeah, oh, I just didn't know if they even gave a year. No, twenty twenty. It's uh, not um, no date or anything. Just twenty twenty. It's next year. Okay. Uh, on the opposite side of that, um. I guess my expectations for this and Ryan, I, I mean, you're call me an idiot if you want to, I, I didn't really feel super excited about final fantasies remake. I, I, I was, but I wasn't expecting a whole lot after the not seeing a goddamn thing for how long. And what they showed of that game was fucking awesome. And I still haven't seen any of it. Um, and that's great. I'm, I mean, I know you're trying to keep protect the sanctity of it, but it looked fucking great, dude. Like, truly, it looked so good. Sounds like they have turned Midgar into its own game, and that's yes. going to be what they sell in March, and they're selling it for $60. That's what I hear, is $60 for just the beginning of that game, and then I don't know beyond that. It sounds as though they might make a trilogy out of this, which is... Yeah, really weird. But strange. I mean, I, Stranger Things is a game, um, but it also happened. So I don't know. Uh, that's coming up March 20th of 2020. Um, pre-orders up for that now. There's a super fucking extensive pre-order, obviously, that I think gets you like uh, <laughs> cloud on a motorcycle. And you get blown, I think. Yeah, I think there might be. You get Tifa to show up and suck you off. Pay enough money, Aerith lives. <laughs> Aerith is alive. <laughs> Major spoilers, but yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. That 7 mm. remake just, I was in awe. Honestly, like, I it, I want to play it, but then I saw that, that what they showed at the press conference, and I'm like, holy shit, I, I, they might have done this. Like, they might have pulled this off, and I... I'm really excited for it. The awesome is if they release the first one and then never something horrible, yeah, um, horrible happens and Square Enix goes under and then there's never well, the rest of the game. <laughs> they're going to put the first one out and say, ah, it didn't yeah. quite meet our expectations. <laughs> Fucking yeah. everyone's going to lose their mind. <laughs> uh, Ralph, you got a little excited about the 7 remake, didn't you? Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'll fright. I'd like to try it, but... You're, you're more excited, I guess, than seven. you were before. 
I, I didn't watch this footage. I forgot. Oh. Um, but I mean, if it's if it's like action it or is. like more real time combat, then I'm definitely yeah. more interested. Yep. But yeah. Uh, Ryan, Ryan, what's uh, I'm sorry, Ralph. What do you, what do you got next? Uh, this is probably gonna be a piece of shit, but I'm glad to see Contra's back. <laughs> sure, I was with a yeah. panda. Why not? Fuck it. I like uh, Contra and I like multiplayer games, so yep. Contra Rogue Core is actually coming out physically September. <laughs> Forty bucks. Uh that's a little expensive, but okay. I mean I the digital version may be forty also. Oh yeah. Um but I mean it I mean it opens the door, at least in my mind, to them a true making Contra. a new Castlevania oh, or yeah. oh yeah. And then Koji Igarashi, the guy who was behind the bloodstain bullshit kickstarter yeah. um he just says he's would like to work with Konami again on castlevania stuff he said that the other day because <laughs> he's like, probably like fuck this kickstarter bullshit i'm never doing it again well he's probably like well i'm rich now so <laughs> Konami, <laughs> i have more money than you now I made all this money, made all this money. <laughs> bloodstained pachinko's coming to you next yeah just, just let me use that castlevania license <laughs> yeah Oh, uh, man. I mean, it, it, it honestly, that game didn't rogue, this contra game didn't look great, but it's, it might be fun. I don't know. Better. I hope it is. So, it didn't. It didn't look great, but I liked what I saw. But I was like, "Yep, yeah." Uh, so yeah, that's that. Uh, Ryan, what else you got? Uh, I don't know. The game that actually looked like the most interesting and the one that stuck with me the most from Microsoft was uh, Twelve Minutes. Um, oh, sure. Which I'm yeah. sure is coming out and everything. But uh, I, that's the only place that I know that showed it, at least on a press conference. Uh, I wonder if that's coming out on Switch. Who knows? But, um, but yeah, it'd be interesting yeah. to see what that is and what that game for more than just like what was like a two minute trailer, if that, like what it'll actually end right. up being. But, so it's like a good portion of the game. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. 12 minutes and then it deletes itself and you can't reinstall it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought that looked pretty interesting. I'd try that out. Somebody talking about it. I can't remember on what, and they called it twelve seconds. I think I think it was Digital Foundry. They called it twelve seconds. (laughs) It's a different game. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's a bedroom game. (laughs) Twelve is a lot, actually. But all right, (laughs) live your life. Do the one one thousand two one thousand. Yeah. I'm a I'm a Mississippi I'm a Mississippi man, but yeah. You you like counting out loud where you're going? That's yeah, yeah. it. Just sets it's, the mood. I do it yeah. by I do it by thrust, so that's why it doesn't okay. give me twelve. It lets them know when it's about to be over. So. Oh, they they knew it was over. <laughs> they knew it was, okay. They knew it was over when I start when I started. Yeah. I'm just telling you. <laughs> uh, Ralph, what else you got for you uh, for your announcements? Anything else? Uh, this is my final one. I don't actually know if this came out at E3 or not, but I think it did. Um, <laughs> this is fucking stupid, but I think it's great. Are you familiar with Arcade One Up? The company uh, yeah. that puts oh, out yeah. those A small arcade systems. Yep. Yeah, where you can buy the booster thing to make them tall, which is uh-huh. goofy, super dumb. Yep. Did you hear about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I heard rumblings of it, but I didn't look into it. It's got um. The TMNT, the arcade game, which is, uh, well, the NES, the second game on the NES right. is based on that. And then Turtles in Time. 
So it's only got those two, but it's got four. You can play four players on it, which is the first arcade one-up cabinet where you can do that. Hell yeah. Do they put better buttons and sticks on there? Because those things don't last very long. No, because I think those are like budget systems. Because how much is it? Like 500 bucks? It was it was over three hundred. I don't remember. Yeah. I just remember. I'm like, this is so awesome, but this is way too high. And there's yeah. also like a Star Wars one coming out. I mean, is it too high though? I mean, consoles cost more than that. But I I'm mean, do saying. I need an arcade no, cabinet? No, in my you room? don't. You don't. But it'd sure be cool if you did. Yeah, but nobody would play with me here. Like, like maybe it. once. Yeah, the, the one time I got to visit, I can't play with you. That'd be about it. Probably see your cat hitting buttons on there sometime. <laughs> old, <laughs> old Kyle Meowery would be putting it from downtown. <laughs> Man. Um, uh, oh, there was also a... Uh, well, I got excited because I read this headline that was like, X-Men and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade one-up cabinets coming. And I'm like, they put the X-Men arcade game with, with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And that's and then, a... Hell and yeah, we don't. I realized the X Men one is actually like not uh, X Men Children of the Atom, which is yeah. a fighting game. <laughs> and not then, like, Marvel not what we would want. And I don't remember what else is on that one, but yeah, I'm like, holy shit. I could have bought that thing. Um, not yeah, good. that's that's not good. Well, I guess I might have one more, but. Okay, yeah, I've got two more, so I'll, I'll bounce this off in, and you can finish this out, and we'll talk about everything else that happened at E3 that's kind of important. Um, guys, what's that? I might have more than you guys, though. Oh, wow. Um, I've got uh, Animal Crossing, uh, New Horizons got teased, shown a little bit. I do like the ending of that trailer was so awkward with, like, I really thought the amount that they were going to have Tom Nook say was going to be so, like, fucked up, but it was, like, not. And I think that didn't play as well as they thought it would in America because it was like, oh, yeah, after everything in tax and moving and all that stuff, your total is dot, 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 dot. And I thought it'd just be like 2.9 million bells. And it's like 49,000 bells. That's a lot of just, bells, though. But, but then it just like faded to black. And I'm like, I don't think that joke landed. Like it did not work with what I think they wanted you want, it to. You want to know what joke didn't land is uh, <laughs> that did you watch the Nintendo Direct? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, I did. Of course that I did. beginning thing with Bowser. Doug Bowser, yeah, that was pretty but, rough. <laughs> no, I, I wanted I, it to be great. I did, no, but I was I like, thought oh. it was, I thought it was pretty good, but it did not land in Japan oh, because really? Bowser is called King Koopa in, oh. ja- in Japan. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. So I don't know. I heard there's like, Confusion. you can watch the Japanese version to see like what the subtitles say, and I was going to do it. because. Oh, that's funny. So how uh, was that in Japan? <laughs> cows, cows cow set, calzone, calzone, custe. Oh god! Oh man! Did, hopefully Disney. Um. Yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, that Doug Bowser thing was was awkward and weird, and was just I don't know. I I miss it's, Reggie. I'll say, but I thought it was kind of funny. Like Bowser was trying to exit, and they're like. No, 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 no not that way. way. Over here, <laughs> it's like what, what did Bowser become like a a decent guy? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, why did he not try to take a swipe at Doug? Like, that's what I was waiting yeah. for. Him, like, try to fight Doug. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Animal Crossing coming out. They showed off uh, a little bit of stuff there. Um, people communally living together, multiplayer stuff. They talked about a little bit. Um, 
voice is going to work through the Nintendo application on your phone, all that shit. So yeah, it sure will. Um, yeah. um, but March 2020 is what they're talking about right now. They delayed it a little bit, so a little longer to wait. But I'm all in on new Animal Crossing. So yeah, and good. I think, and I could be wrong, but here's my my hype hyperbole here. The game that I thought the the most I want. How do I say this? Uh, Bad. No, th- this game like this is an original, like a new game, uh, not not a franchise game. But I'm I'm trying to think of the word of what I'm trying to use. Uh, anyway, an original game, I guess I'll say, but I'm not trying to say that. Uh, was Ghostwire Tokyo? I thought that that was the game that stuck with you the most. That was not like a franchise game that had been like a, a, a new IP or something. Yeah, new IP. Thank you, Ryan. Yes, from downtown, Kyle Miauri, new IP. Um, Ghostwire, Ghostwire Tokyo, I thought that uh, I thought the idea was cool, the announcement was good, and like I said, I don't something about that lady talking and talking it up just got me real excited. So I, I don't I I've never played one of those uh, 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 games that that dude has made. I can't think. Evil of what Within. Thank or... you, Evil Within. Yep, never played one of those, but I'm all about the fucking Thanos snap, but in a video game. Cause that's what it is. Murdering a bunch of people. Soul suspect too. Um, but yeah, that's, that might be the, the, the <laughs> biggest leftovers, not the, Thanos. yeah, that was that. That's probably more like it is the leftovers, yeah. but, uh, yeah. that, that was the new IP that I think struck me the most was Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, yeah, that, that was my next one. It was cool to see them doing something new instead of just doing evil within three or something like that. So, uh, I'm all in on that. <clears throat> but and yeah, uh her doing her thing on stage was very different than uh how a lot of the people who come from Japan go up there and do it. They kind of just stand there like Makami was in a real I don't know, straightforward and kind of quiet. Very straight to the point. Yeah, and she was uh <laughs> exuberant and excited. Doing all kinds of weird gestures that we normally don't do in the United States. <laughs> interesting. Like the middle finger. Uh, yeah. She was telling everybody to suck it. Yeah, that was weird, but we all did. Yeah, she was she asking people if they were ready. There's some jokes in there. Too. <laughs> her body yeah. was ready. Yes, her mind was not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I thought I thought Ghostwire Tokyo sounded and it looked the idea looked very good. So, mm-hmm. um, Ralph, anything else that you've got? That's everything that I've got for best announcements of E3. Oh, were we supposed to have bad ones? No, 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 no. Well, I mean, I had a bad one of mine. I've got other just E3 news, but I wanted to get any more announcements that you liked. Um, I mean, it was kind of not a good kept secret, but uh, No More Heroes 3, I guess it was good to see. Yeah. It's coming out. Is it a Switch exclusive? Because it kind of sounds like it is. Uh, I'm not going to buy that game on Switch because I'm pretty sure it's going to come out on other consoles because Nintendo's not publishing it. So okay, it's only like available for pre-order right now on Switch. So I just, yeah. that's the only thing that was throwing me off. With that, uh, what the hell was the other one? Um, Travis touchdown, what or strikes? Travis oh, strikes, strikes again. Travis yeah, strikes I guess that's or, that's yeah. coming other shit too, isn't it? Yeah, that's why I'm not gonna buy it right away because I think it's gonna come out on some other console, either PS4, or Xbox One, or both. So yeah, um. It has optional motion controls, so that means I can not play with them, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like how it said not actual gameplay on the trailer. 
Um, and then put stuff yeah. in there that like it might be gameplay, but it's it's obviously not because it said it fake, isn't. <laughs> fake you out. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, Ryan, anything else that you have for like things that you enjoyed as far as announcements go, or should we move into like the other things that I don't know four. that trip my trigger? You have four more. I got uh, so final. I actually was more excited about the Final Fantasy VIII coming on PS4 than. Oh uh, yeah, I figured yeah. you'd be excited about that. Played eight before and really want to play it, but don't want to play it on my PS3. I'd rather play it on my PS4. Sure. So that one was huge. And then I thought uh, it was really cool that you know Cooney's coming out again on something yeah. other than PS3. Um, Final Fantasy VIII was the first Final Fantasy I ever bought. Yeah, and then I watched uh, some more footage of Link's Awakening, and that game still looks really good. I'm really looking forward to playing that. Um, yeah. I think that's out this year too, right? Yeah, September. Yep. September. A lot of Nintendo stuff coming out in the next few months. And then the yeah. other really cool thing was those uh, Seiken Densetsu games that have been out for a while in a collection in Japan. They're putting oh, out the mana yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I thought that yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. So, Secret, of, Secret of Mana, and then the one that they're remaking, plus one more. Trials. Trials of Mana. And then the one that came out here is like Mystic. Final Fantasy yeah. Adventure. Oh, Final Fantasy Adventure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to check all those out. I saw it's going to be forty bucks. That's a lot. So it's physical though. I yeah, mean, it's whatever games in there. One never bad. came out here before. Yeah. yeah. So Brad, Brad was really excited during that Nintendo announcement. He got pretty fucking rocked up about that. Yeah, and like I played Secret of Mana. I I. I'm on that remake, and I thought love that cool. love that remake, right? No, seventy four out of seventy four. <laughs> that was, that was, was your game of the year. Yeah, no, I remember. Uh, I thought it wasn't as horrible <laughs> as it got reviewed, but I, it wasn't amazing. But uh, oh. I don't know. I mean, I think people liked it better the way it looked before, and yes. uh, that's what these collections are going to kind of maintain. So go back to you. Cool um ralph uh you want me to just throw a couple of these in here that i've got go for it i can't think of anything so this is just other e3 news that didn't really again do a lot for me personally but just kind of other big news coming out of e3 um they obviously showed off scarlet uh as far as talking about uh a sizzle reel of what they're looking to do better frame rates that they've never seen before which weren't like crazy fast they were just basically what computers can get now <laughs> um <laughs> of 120 yeah right and so showing that talking about the the specs of that console which very much sounds like the ps5 dev kit that's out there right now that sony already talked about but um we all kind of expected to see a little bit more of that uh talked about um halo infinite obviously which seems to be like it's going to be a uh, cross play title maybe both on uh xbox one and infinite or i'm sorry on scarlet what's that i think it just said scarlet did it just say scarlet launch title for them. I don't think they're putting that on Xbox One. I thought they are putting it on Xbox One. Yeah, I hope they're not. Mm. That means they're uh, not quality to put it on both. So, yeah, whatever. Scarlet got announced. I, I thought that we'd see a little bit more, honestly, on what their new console is going to be, and they didn't really play into that, and that kind of bummed me out. I mean, they announced specs. They're pretty similar to PS5. Yeah. But... They said they'll be more in the fall. I mean, they, they've got some press conference thing that they're doing on their own in London. Um, you've got 
I mean, video game awards, Gamescom, TGS, like there's other things in place that they can show stuff off at, but uh, the holiday 2020 is the current release time frame. Um, and uh, yeah, the part about it was them actually saying this is coming in the fall. Holiday, yeah. yeah. I think that's the only real like pressure move of like, hey, Sony, we're coming next year. What do you got? You forgot yeah. to mention it's oh, coming next year. <laughs> you forgot to mention it's internet required, and you cannot yeah. you cannot trade in discs. So yeah. sorry. Yeah. You have to burn. I feel, it. Like, feel like we've been down this road yeah. before, but you know it's no big deal. I guess we'll just do it again. Well, I don't work this time. I think I misunderstood when they were talking about the cloud. I don't think they're actually going to do that. No, I don't think so. When they were talking about the cloud, I first thought they were going to mix that in with their Scarlet, but then no, I watched that was just that, yeah, yeah, coming in October. Yeah, I watched it again, and uh, it sounded like those parts were pretty separate. And then the part where they're talking about Scarlet, they were just talking about pure hardware, not like a uh, a solution outside of whatever the hardware is you currently have. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, I really hope they don't go down that route where you always have to be connected to the internet. They probably won't. I was joking. Um, but Bethesda's bringing a battle royale to uh, Fallout 76 with Nuclear Winter. Um, it's free to play right now for a week, so if you want to check that out, you can. Um, and that battle royale, I think it's 52 players, not 50 players. Uh, so if you want to check out Fallout 76 or a battle royale, that is up there right now. I thought that was intriguing, but the shooting in Fallout's never been like perfect or even really great so having that in there seems strange to me can you run around somebody in a circle and knife them i don't know i was just hoping that they'd give everybody the ability to use vats from however far away just people fucking trying to shoot each other (laughs) that sounds way more fun i killed some of the tougher enemies in fallout 3 by just running around in a circle knifing them because they were not very good at turning sure (laughs) that game isn't very good at turning yeah um let's see we'll keep going through the stuff i've got here uh watchdogs legion looks very i would say ambitious um and strange in a lot of ways i'm intrigued by what they're doing at ubisoft with this game um but i i gotta see i want to play it because it just seems so fucking weird that you can just play any npc or recruit them into your group and it just they made promises like that before, and they're usually much more limited than they want you to think. And I, I wonder if there's just a pool of these people that you can actually do, like, recruit. So I don't know how that's going to work, but it just seems so – seems like a lot of grandeur and maybe not a lot of payoff. So I'm, I'm curious to see what that's going to be like. Yeah, I think the coolest part was that, that, that was the city was London. But Oh, yeah, I thought, it was, I thought you were going to say the old lady. Oh, uh, no. I didn't watch the whole thing. I just watched clips of it. Where's the yeah. old lady going? They, the old lady is part of your group that once the guy they were showing in the beginning of that demo died, then it switched to some old lady who snuck into the police station and kicked the shit out of people. Uh, like John Wick style? Yeah, okay. like she was knifing people and shooting people. It was pretty good. <laughs> I was pretty into it. Everyone's like, oh, she's my main. It's like, you don't even know what the fuck this game is. Fuck off. <laughs> um, uh, they f- fucking announced a Breath of the Wild sequel. Sound the alarms. The British are coming. I love Fuck how they me. didn't didn't even have a title. We'll talk about no. fucking pointless. Yeah, you want to talk <laughs> no about date, no you title. want to talk about Ralph and I both felt and we both felt the same way about a lot of the things that they showed this year. And and Ryan, to his credit, is very much grounded in reality that hey, this happens all the fucking time. So don't get so upset about it. But, 
dumb too. Like I don't disagree. No, with I know, I, I know you don't. But you're just very like, hey, motherfuckers, yeah. this isn't new, yeah. and we're over here like, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, and and it is to me. But like, the most bullshit of all was absolutely like because of my uh, my apathy for Zelda to show me, hey, guess what? Big surprise, we're making a Zelda sequel. Like, no, really. Yeah, surprise! Like, who gives a fuck? Of course you are, and you're telling me in 2019 when that game is definitely not coming out this year, next year, or probably the year after. Did they actually say 20? Oh, okay, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, but that's the thing. Is like, why show me that? I mean, there's not even a title. No, they're still on the napkin. Just drawing it. Hey, look, that thing blew up over there. That's cool, right? Hey, guess what? We're working on this a little bit. Well, I mean. I know they didn't put anything on there, but then saying it's a Breath of the Wild game and it's a sequel. Sequel, they yeah. Already have a game that those assets already built. Out, yeah, so there's a chance it might come out sooner than you think. And people are very much going like, "Is this the uh, yeah. Majora's Mask to uh, Ocarina?" Oh yeah, was it like a year after. Or? Yeah, it was a year after on the 64. Yeah. So it's yeah. very possible, but I also just don't give a fuck. So that's my problem yeah. with it. Yeah. I mean. Ralph played it more than you did and also did not like it. also hated it, yeah. <laughs> I've still thought about going back to I, it. I um, have also. I've thought about giving it another college try, but it's kind of like thinking about playing uh, that, can, other, that other game. Yeah, that, you can ride a uh, motorcycle. And it's, it's thinking about playing Hollow Knight again. Same thing. I'm just like, eh, hmm. I just don't want to do it. Um, I mean, I got no problem with a, with a Breath of the Wild sequel, but yeah, I just, I don't get, and like, I, it kind of pissed me off that they saved it for last. It's like, yeah. and you don't even have a title. Like, what? Why can't give me something with at least a title that they should have ended with last? They should have ended with Animal Crossing and been done. I or, honestly, I, I don't know, or I mean, my, or something my unexpected. Heart, my heart was set on what? Well, my heart was set on a Donkey Kong game. I thought for sure. I, I thought re- for sure we were getting Donkey Kong when they had that Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, that's all. Like, I was like. Fuck. B- B- giant bomb's like oh so here's the banjo thing and i'm like that's dumb no i want fucking <laughs> donkey kong like fuck off and then yeah, yeah. turned into banjo i'm like this is, there is actually fucking a banjo dumb. game or is it just banjo and no banjo and smash right. but it was the bait and switch yeah. of it shows banjo's outline and then when the light shines on it it was the fucking duck hunt dog and duck <laughs> which was pretty good but i was just like i don't care i want a new fucking donkey kong and i didn't get it i didn't get banjo <laughs> and then the dude from Dragon Quest is going to be in Smash. Fuck off. They've still Whatever. shown a logo for Bayonetta 3. There's been nothing else. So <laughs> who knows what's going on with that game? Yeah. Maybe uh, we started it over. The last piece that I've got um, from E3 as far as big news, I guess, and, and you guys can tell me if you have any more. Um, man, that Avengers game looks bad. I didn't watch any. I heard Um, it, but didn't look great. I wish you guys would have looked at it because, boy, here's here's my thought on it. They were going to show it last year supposedly, and they must have pulled it. And if this is how it looks now, with a release date in sight, how did it look last year? When's it coming out? Early next year. This game is Destiny with the Avengers. Which wait? uh, So there's the Square Enix. Avengers. Correct. And Dynamics. And then there's a Nintendo Switch game. The also. Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. Ultimate Alliance. That's also Marvel, though, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. So, Comes out next month. There's that too. 
there yeah. are some of that. Yeah. Yeah. This is Troy Baker as either Iron Man or Hulk. Uh, uh, the other dude that's in the Uncharted Troy movies. Baker just do all of it. Like he could do every single character. Nolan North is either <laughs> Iron Man or Hulk. I can't remember which one, or maybe Captain America. I don't know. Um, but the character designs look bad. The premise doesn't seem very good. The gameplay didn't look real good. And I'm just like, boy, this is not. If you tell me Destiny with the Avengers, I'm like, okay. And then I saw it. And I'm like, oh no, this yeah. no. This I was wondering how that works. Like they hire a studio to make those games, but those characters are already kind of established and have somebody who draws them and designs them. So, who like how much does the person making the game get to decide? It, it seems as though what they did is they took the they took the mold of whoever was voice acting and tried to fit it into that character. Yeah, like I want to say, I want to say Troy Troy Baker's Bruce Banner. I think I don't know. And he kind of looked like Troy Baker. Kind of looked like Troy Baker. Like is yeah, a, in that's because they do the mocap on their face. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm saying. Like it yeah. seems though, instead of just making character designs and keeping them that way, it seems though they really put into the mocap of like, oh well, we could make them look like the characters. Oh, are. It's like Kevin Spacey in that one. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Spacey. He's, Kevin Spacey. He's, he's Professor X. He's an Avenger. He is. <laughs> he's a. <laughs> Got fired from you, yeah. uh, but, but it didn't look good. I tr- I did not think it looked good. Was it gameplay or just a trailer? there was a, there was some there was a trailer with some gameplay, yeah. And I just oh boy, just nothing about it struck me as I especially and people online were talking about this. You have a game like Spider Man that just came out, and granted, Spider Man is a very linear, very straightforward game that you can play, um, and. This is not that, but when you million characters, when you go from a game like Spider-Man where it plays well, it feels good, it looks good, to this where it does not look like any of those three things are, are possible. I just don't have a fucking, I, I don't have a prayer for this game, and it's talking about here. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I like it was mix, but it didn't look great. I mean, I hope it's fine. I do I too. Care. I want it to be but, good. What I, would, I saw, I thought it was a weird pairing anyway, like Square Enix and Chris and Avengers oh, thing. Yeah. Or, yeah, making a yeah, Chris yeah. Max. The going, so do you know, are they tying it to anything or no, it's their own standalone in universe, like yeah. their own story? They at least have a better shot with that, whether or not force them to do some tie in with some movie or something, uh, where they sure. Can, uh, they don't have to rush it or anything. Um, are there going to be other Avengers movie, or, or is that kind of done for a while? I think Avengers will probably be done for, I would say, at least three to five years. So I don't see another Avengers movie coming out for a while. Yeah, so at least they're not going to rush it to like come out the same time as some other movie. Um, and I'm fine that it's not connected to a movie, but I'm not fine with how it looked, and I would really like that to be better. So. What if they were all Spider-Man? Uh, sure. <laughs> I would play yeah. Spider-Man. It's 20 bucks right now. So, uh, anything else that big news that you guys are thinking of that didn't that I didn't cover? No. Do you have like a disappointment section too? No, I mean I just kind of threw my disappointments in with the announcements that I had. Do you, did you have uh, one? Yeah, my Capcom not existing at E3 oh, this year. Not at all. Resident Evil Five and Six on Switch, and then some Monster no. Hunter expansion, yeah. and not like. I, I really thought that three was going to be a thing when they were teasing that Resident Evil thing on the Switch, and then it was fucking five and six. And I'm like, oh, I thought, boy. I thought they were 
I'm like, they're going to put seven on the switch. I, I also thought about and it. Then, seven. And then I'm like, oh, this is even less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. And then it's like five and six. I'm like, oh, six is bad. <laughs> I, just, not I mean, bad. it's whatever. I don't, I can play it on anything else. Why do I want to play it on switch? I don't know. Cause everything feels better on the switch, man. Yeah, not two, three, and the seven on the switch now. We need to get all that on there. Yeah. And uh, did you say Revelations one and two already? Uh, uh, two made it, but yeah, they may put Revelations two on it, but not the first one, right? No, it's on there. Oh, they put the first one on there. Oh, yeah, collection or something. Yeah, like one of like you buy the physical version, oh. and one of them's on the cartridge, and one's not. It's like a great um, deal. Yeah, hell of a deal. I need to get an outbreak, an outbreak two on there, and then yeah. outbreak city, and then sure. yeah. whatever the hell that shooter was that they made, Umbrella Core. Yeah, yeah, get that on there. <laughs> uh, let Let's wrap up here. What do you? Who do you think? I I, I caution you because we didn't have all of them there this year. Who do you think walks away from E three as the winner, quote unquote? I don't know if I can say because I didn't watch all of them, so. Okay. Right. Uh, I heard it, I heard Ubisoft was pretty lame. Yeah, Ubisoft wasn't good. I really wanted something more from them with a, uh, a Mario and Rabbids two or something. Yeah, yeah. That, they ended with that gods and monsters thing, and I'm like, this is fucking stupid. I don't know. I thought that looks okay, but don't it's care. hard to say. Yeah. Um, for your dick. Yeah. Um, I mean, come out shortlist, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. Did anybody really win? Yeah, I don't know. Who's to say? <laughs> kind of what I, I'm waiting for, really. I well, if I, I didn't watch Nintendo, but what Nintendo did this year is what I thought they were going to do last year. Smash all the time. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, and then all we got was that Smash Brothers last year. Yeah, seventy-five minutes of Smash Brothers. Yeah, they were just announcing all kinds of games and. Uh, I thought they were going to do that last year. I would think, from a true E3 standpoint of a like what a press conference normally is in my mind, E3 belongs to Nintendo this year. Um, I thought that they showed and are releasing quite a few games within the next six months, and I thought that was the kind of bigger deal here, um, and being able to see what these games are and a lot of them being playable um, on the floor and just actually having some things to show. I, I would say that Nintendo. Um, had the most appealing uh, show for me Um, as far as like who I thought had the best press conference, I guess, based on my expectations was either square or Bethesda Um, Bethesda just because I fucking want to play Wolfenstein and doom and square because I just didn't have a lot of expectations for that final fantasy seven remake. Like I wanted it to be good, but I didn't know what to expect. And they kind of fucking knocked it out of the park until they ended the show with Avengers. And I was like, Oh, this is Quiet Man Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> pretty rough, dude. Like I'm being an asshole, but it doesn't look great. There's, yeah. a, there's a Quiet Man in all of us. Let's all stand up. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like uh, Nintendo won, but I'm a fanboy. But I mean, I feel like they showed enough things that I think were Nintendo exciting. 
diverse press conference um, showed a ton of different games of things that people are interested in from fucking a, a Panzer Dragoon remake to Contra to a new Contra to the Resident Evil randomness to the Secret of Mana stuff to I mean they just had and it was a lot of boom 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 but with game like it was not slowing down it was a tight what 40 minute conference that they had on their direct and it showed a lot of cool things aside from Zelda it really felt good so I didn't get to watch Nintendo but um I don't know how I would have felt if I did but I think Microsoft did something similar but when you watch Microsoft's press conference you see all those games and you know almost nearly all of them are also on PlayStation 4 yeah. and are going to be a very similar experience. But when Nintendo does it, uh, even if it is a port, you know it's going to be somewhat different on the Switch. And even if it's yeah. not different, like something like RE5 and RE6, you can also play those portable where you can't do that, really. Well, you sort of can in a weird way on there's PS4. To, yeah, there's more to yeah. it than, than what you get from yeah. this. So, yeah, it's not just I'm getting this game that's also on PS4. There's a little bit of a twist to it. So, I don't know. Because otherwise, like, Microsoft showed a shitload of games. They showed a lot. Maybe too many. Um, but it's just the ones that were theirs, like uh, Gears of War 5, they didn't really do anything with to make you want to play it. <laughs> also, you want to talk about disappointing things was all of the Terminator stuff. Like, none of that seemed interesting to me. <laughs> It was like it shows like the weirdest music to show Gears of War Five. Like that Billy Eilish song didn't make any sense. I didn't even hear they should use a Billy yeah. fucking Eilish song for Gears. Yeah. I like, watched it. I didn't even know. I didn't know it was. What was it? Bad uh, guy or different? You know, it was that something about like where do you go when you sleep song or whatever. I don't remember what that's called. Um, uh, but it, it was very poorly done. Like I know they've had a bunch of interesting songs for Gears of War trailers. That was that's an interesting song, but not for that game. Yeah. Uh, and I can't remember what the name of the, what the other song was uh, later on when they were showing off their like multiplayer mode, and that was also oh, it was that um, uh, mashup with like is it Little John? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That seemed like kind of like the wrong tone. I thought, but yeah, yeah. I, so I, just, I couldn't like I couldn't believe that that's what they were doing with Gears of War Five. <laughs> I was reminded like a 30 minute deep dive of 2077, a yeah. nice deep dive of gears. And then well, they can't. I, I get it, but if they, if they would have shown less games and had a more of a tight, like, Hey, check these games out versus a hot sizzle reel of 40 different games that apparently they showed like that just seems excessive. They like, so like, I know like the reveal for, it wasn't really the reveal, but the, just the showing of the, whatever the trailer was for Gears of War five, was it great? But I still think the game's going to be fine. I don't. I just sure. think they. I don't show yeah. it. But they could have showed a huge chunk of gameplay of Gears of War Five because that comes out this fall. Like yes. it has to be it done. Three months. Yeah. So I don't know there's what they're no doing. No way that game isn't done. Yeah. But, they might need patch, but there's no way they couldn't have sliced something out there. But I don't know. It's just me. So yeah, that was disappointing. Um, and then they only showed Halo Infinite for their new console, and I was hoping that they would have something some, more, if not. I thought at least one other game, some type of like scissor reel of uh, these other new studios. They're each making games for Scarlet. Yeah, I but, mean, you, you weren't even yeah. excited. You weren't excited about the one studio they announced they bought, Double Fine. Uh, what about that? What about that Ninja Theory game? What the hell was that? That game, that game looks that. stupid. 
it's a multiplayer game. It seems like it's like an Overwatch game, but with like melee. Borderlands Overwatch Battle Royale thing, but yeah. or four, four player co op thing. Like I, I don't remember what it was called, but yeah, yeah. was that Thompson just got hurt? Oh, I just I I wanted that game to be something serious, and they're like, "Here's this really fun cartoony thing," and I'm like, "Yep, nope, not what I'm looking for from you guys." <laughs> from the makers of Hellblade, this super serious <laughs> yeah, game. Here's this really wacky fun game where we get around around. I'm like, "This is not." No, what? Oh man, Clay Thompson got hurt. <laughs> it's not like a minor injury. Uh, any last thoughts on E3 before we get out of here before this becomes the live tweeting basketball game <laughs> rest uh, in peace Clay Thompson like the Warriors are done Clay Thompson's going, going to the bench oh boy they're winning uh, right now but man Ralph <laughs> what you got um, I mean I don't know it wasn't Overall, wasn't very exciting, and I could see, uh, I could see someone else dropping out next year. I think someone... Sony comes back. <laughs> and I think okay, you got rights to the ship. I mean, I guess that that would make sense, and that would help uh, definitely. Year, and I think it adds more validity right. to it. And even Phil said himself, it feels weird this year. I wish Sony was here. I wish Activision was here. And I don't know if that would make it any better though. Like, so if Sony showed up. And Sony had this press conference just like Microsoft's. Like that's that's getting kind of old, right? Like I don't really want to see a bunch of CG trailers. Yeah, I, I don't even care if it's The Last of Us. I don't want to see a trailer of The Last of Us. I want to see an actual them playing Last of Us on a stage. But, what about this? What if I took you to this giant this giant stadium divided <laughs> into three rooms and where raining? Oh, show no. you something, and I oh. between the when it was over, I'd walk you to a different room and show you more, and then I'd walk you to a different room and show you more. And yeah, all we do that. Up and looks that like the games were there. Yeah. <laughs> How about but, sitting at home watching people move from station to station? Yeah, so that's that's what my more perspective is. Is like I'm watching this, and then I'm thinking, like, do I want to watch these other press conferences? Because they're just going to show trailers, and I can just watch trailers on YouTube. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. That's where it's getting like that. That part of it's getting a little stale. Sure. So I don't know how they can. I mean, Sony tried to mix it up last year, which was yeah. really only interesting to the people in the audience. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think what I want for next G three is is a big focus on the consoles and games that are coming out that year and that are tangible. I, I like the idea of showing off new games, but man, I'm I'm so to the point that I want to know what's coming now, not coming in two years. Oh yeah. free throws right now, so whoa. <laughs> like I don't know. This guy's crazy. He should not uh, all right. Well I think that's gonna do it for us here at the Love Love Show podcast. Uh thanks for tuning in. Uh our our usual second longest episode of the year uh, with all of our E3 breakdown stuff. Uh, again, one more time. Anything else before we get out of here, gentlemen? Uh, Clay Thompson, Iron Man of the Year. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that Turbo Graphics. Uh, yeah, Turbo Graphics 16 Mini. Oh, was it Konami that's doing that? Yeah, they own all of Turbo Hudson's Graphics. stuff. I'm yeah. into that now. I've got a Turbo. You know, I've got a Turbo Graphics over there, so I'm in, I'm into a Mini. Who owns the Commodore stuff? Like, who did that Commodore Mini? 
don't know. I don't know anything about Commodore. I've yeah. seen that thing really cheap, and I'm like, I don't know anything about this, any of these games. And I can't so. believe. I wonder if they just like put a shot in his leg or something. Like, how is All that? Right, E3 uh, for Ryan, for Ralph, for Co-Ryan Co- Co- Leonard, yeah. for Kay Thompson, for Kyle Meowry. I'm Derek. F- fuck the Warriors. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>